Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Just hanging out. Welcome into the hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Hefe Dubs here in your hideout for another week on a Monday night, May 22nd, the year 2006, the day my life changed. It's a turning point for you, Hefe. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Can't put my finger on what it is. Stop. Come on. Two seconds, please. Uh, if you want to be somebody tonight, here are the phone numbers. 407-916-1041, 888 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, let's see. Chunks Corolla's back from his little vacation to Washington, D.C. Uh, Matt Albert, third Mike Ryder is here. Six foot five, 500 pounds, 21-year-old black virgin. Tommy Bateman, our director. Poonhound, serial killer woman haters on the talk and roll controls. C-Lane, the unpaid producer, screens your phone calls. And Jack Napier, kink stunter, the second half of Team Hefe, uh, is uh, recovering from the gallon of milk challenge that he had to do last Friday night during the open door. Failed miserably. All right, Dubs, it is a Monday. We have a packed show. There's a lot of stuff to get to, uh, including the war on menstruation. Uh, the New Jersey governor admitting to rest stop sex. Let's see here. The lunch hours for Americans. Uh, porn surfing. Uh, Hillary Clinton reveals her iPod playlist. We got a lot that's going on, too. The rudest people in the world. Here, a guy in Orlando with superhuman strength. But allow us to start with something a little bit more near and dear to your heart. Not quite my heart. Well, almost. All right, so here's the thing. A uh, quick background. Uh, I uh, love radio, and I've been in radio for a very long time. And a lot of times I use the radio as therapy. I don't feel like being here tonight. Why not? Because I feel like I was violated this afternoon. Um, so I'm going to talk this out with you guys. Feel free to do what you do here in the hideout, and that's be completely unsympathetic and laugh and joke. But I oh, have I feel free. Trust but, me. Yeah. But I have to get this off my chest. Um, man, oh man, I don't even know where to begin. Edge, I can't. Here's the thing: a lot of you will be able to identify, and some of you not. But this is seriously the day that my life has changed. All right. And so we begin. Uh, as you probably know, if you have listened to this show at all, even off and on, you've probably heard some joking about my ass. And not the size of it, but rather what's going on with it in the last two months. Specifically, when I go, mm-hmm. uh, waste is not the only thing that is there. It's, it's colorful, let's say. 
Um, the color of Christmas. Uh, green? Not quite. Sometimes, depending on if I've had Moe's to eat. Right? I did, and today <laughs> mine was green. So, actually, no, I've had uh, I've had some problems with some bleeding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so it begins. So, all right. Like so we had talked about it. All right, we talked about mm-hmm. it before, and we'd had some people call in and scare me and the whole thing. But I decided, hey, the first time I went to my primary physician, he said it's probably no big deal. We'll wait it out. See if it stops on its own, and then we'll, uh, if so, we'll refer you. His words, 1% chance it's something bad. Only 1%, so that's not bad. So then I wait another four weeks, and it had been about two weeks. Mm-hmm. I waited about another four weeks, go back to the doctor for an update of physical, and he said, still going on? The bleeding? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and refer you then to a colon rectal specialist. And then he gave you Matt's number. Uh, and that is the rest yeah. of the story. Uh, so I'm like, oh, okay. I, hey, I want to get this taken care of. It's been it's been six weeks. Well, now it's eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Really quickly, over the weekend, uh, last week I was sick, so much so that I had to leave early on one night. And on that night, um, like, I... It does something that I really, it scared me. I felt like I was really, really sick. I lost my appetite. I actually lost my appetite. <laughs> and I know you. You're always hungry. I There's can... not one time where I go, hey, you hungry? And you say no. It's always yes, give me some food. One of the things, too, that's very funny about this, Dubs, is when I'm nauseated, the mm-hmm. way to fix it is with a nice double cheeseburger. That is where I am with my hunger. That's how you know there's an addiction going on. Addiction to food, because whenever I'm sick, I need a cigarette. Right. I feel like, you know what will fix this? A nice uh, stick of nicotine. So I uh, I am um, I, I really worried I'd lost like seven pounds because I couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to eat. That's not me. Okay. Well, then over the weekend, finally... Uh, three consecutive days, four consecutive movements. By the way, that's way down from my normal. Yeah, you usually have, like, what, six movements? Uh, eh, three or four, maybe. I'm talking about over a weekend. Oh, yeah, easily. So, I, uh, no bleeding. No bleeding? Three days, no bleeding? Whatsoever. Consecutive movements, like clean and freer. Yeah. Uh, clear and free. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little tongue-twisted. All right, so hi now, Road Radio 104.1. I'm telling you about my story to the doctor's office this afternoon. <clears throat> so anyway, I, uh, oh, there's so much to tell. I don't even know. This is so disturbing. So I walk in today thinking, you know what? I probably don't even have to go. It's all fixed. Yeah. Because I haven't had these issues anymore. No, once you walk into that room, they are going to want to do their same tests. All right, Pinchy has something. Pinchy in Cleveland here in the hideout. What's up, man? Hey, did you think about uh, dubs during your de-virginization? Yes. Yeah. No, I did not. You did not yeah. enter my... Thank you, Pinchy, you ass. We will yeah. get to the actual thing you later. You think of the space? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think of that at whatsoever. You have a goofy smile on my face? When you got ready, did your doctor go, yeah? <laughs> I know you really... Re- oh, I have plenty to say about the doctor, too. Behind you, can you hear? Yeah. <laughs> That was his butt. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like I said, I can see the sympathy already. Thank you. So I go to the doctor. And not, please, you'll need this way later. Okay. <laughs> Bobby Hill in Philly, you're in the Hyde Adam Road Radio. Hey, Ponce, do you see? Hey, uh, wah, and get a tampon. You're an ass, and I feel like I need one. <laughs> Good to see Central Florida coming through with a call since we've had Cleveland and Philly so far. Nationwide, baby, nationwide. So I go to the appointment, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, I don't even need this. No big deal, whatever. Plus, they didn't give me any instructions as far as anything to drink, you know, clean myself out, eat, anything like that. Yeah, they usually will give you some kind of cleanser. And I know someone had called last Friday when I talked about that and said, well, you're not going to get examined then. It'd probably be a consultation. Then from there, them deciding, hey, you know, here's the next step. Here's what we need to do. So I honestly went in there expecting nothing. A, I was no longer bleeding. B, I uh, I didn't have anything that they made me do. This is what I do whenever I go to the doctor. Expect the worst. Expect them to, you know, completely open you up like a turkey. So anyway, I I get in there and fill out my paperwork. Mm -hmm. By the way, the front lady, I had an ominous feeling about her on the phone when I talked to her. She was very distant, very cold. She looked like she was from the show Fraggle Rock. And so that was a little bit disturbing. So, and then the the nurse lady, this mm -hmm. was a, it was a, uh, I don't even know if it was real. The fact that it was in a back alley probably should have told me something because the nurse lady, uh, completely red with pimples and just nasty, shouldn't, didn't look clean, didn't look sterile. No. So I go in and I sit down. They take my temperature. Take my pulse. Everything fine? Everything fine. And she says, okay, um, I'm going to leave. Why don't you go ahead and take everything off? You can leave your socks on. Take everything <laughs> off from the pants down. <laughs> what does it matter if you leave the socks on, then? Why yeah. would they even tell you that? Want to be comfortable. Then she proceeds to get under the counter... And pull out an instrument that I could maybe best describe. Remember those old-timey milkshake machines? Uh, where they had that oh, long thing that you would that would shake everything uh, around? Yeah. This was that, but about an inch or two thicker. <laughs> she takes it out, pumps it up. Does practice swings with it? Yes. You easily get, A baton is a good way of saying. Stick. For those of you who have ever run track. And she sets it on the table in front of me and tells me to take my clothes off uh, from the bottom down is fine. Come mm -hmm. on, Coco. Take it off. <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. Hold on. I'm not done. I'm not now, done. Now the less strap. <laughs> now the pants. So... Matt, where are your hands? I know how you do with this bit. <laughs> so hold on real fast. So now, mm -hmm. I'm sitting there. Yeah, set the scene for me. In this very cold, <laughs> impersonal doctor's office. <laughs> waiting 
to take off my bottoms <laughs> with a silver Mr. Marcus sitting on the table. About to make you out of a milkshake? Be the new Baskin Robbins flavor. <laughs> Thanks. We're just wiggling it to this song in there. I will complete the story next. <laughs> this was the easy part. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. If you had any idea, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 on a Monday night. If you want to jump in on this conversation, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Getting you caught up, I had my appointment today with my colon and rectal specialist. Mm-hmm. And I went there expecting uh, for nothing to be happening because they didn't give me anything. Yeah, they usually give you something to flush your system. Uh, Bob in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Bob? Oh, man, dude, I'm driving down I-4 with my hams pinched together, man. <laughs> yeah, wait uh, wait till yeah. I finish. I haven't even oh, really... Oh, you did. Uh, you, you finished. I haven't, even, I haven't even started yeah. it yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm feeling you completely, man. I've yeah. gone through this. Oh, you've God. Been, you've done it before? Uh, yeah, not voluntarily. You know, it wasn't like seeking right. a thrill or yeah. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just uh, a medical necessity. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing, man. There's a whole underworld out there of <laughs> colon rectal specialists that are like, you know, you go to the office and there's 30 people in there, and there's a little solace knowing that every one of these guys or girls or whatever are there for the same purpose. Yeah, there was a kid who had to go after me, which I felt really <laughs> bad for him. Thank you, How Bob. Old? You're right. I bet he was like 14, Ouch. 13. Poor kid walked out with a grimace on his face. That we all, now in this secret fraternity, the new Opus Day. Um, so, again, I left you with, I'm sitting there after she takes my, my temperature and my everything else. You should have known something was up when they yelled, bring out the gimp. <laughs> they put a band-aid on your head. Now, here's the thing. So, she says, you know, take your bottoms off. Zeke. <laughs> can you can you control yourself so I can tell a story? You're not that funny. I'm sorry. So, and I'm sitting there with this ultra-large thermometer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll show you. That thing. Your arm? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. That thing. Wow. Probably the size of a quarter, would you say, or a 50-cent piece? Quarter's nice. Not really, but... Quarter's a good... You know, so... Uh... Good way. All right, so here's the thing. So I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And the, she says, now put this thing over you, over your lap, you know, over your naked lower half, and sit up there. What was it, your manhood? Just throw that over there. So I sit down, and my whole life has been, it like, flashes before my eyes. I'm thinking back to all the glorious double cheeseburgers. I'm thinking back to the times I didn't want to work out. I'm just thinking back to, you know, the the 
the super sizes and as opposed to just getting the large, you know, all that kind of stuff. Here's the thing, Hefe. There's a lot of people out there much more unhealthy than you are. I know. But regardless, this is what it's going through my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then I'm sitting there, and it's the best way to describe this. Like a turtle. <laughs> it goes in its shell. What does? My the, manhood. The front area? Yeah. Because I am now scared. I'm like, I'm shaking. It's almost as if they were ready to come in. Ironically, lethal injection. Uh, <laughs> you know, and they're ready to come in and they're ready to, you know, do this. So I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, oh my God. At least they didn't open the curtain and there's a bunch of people watching. Uh, by the way, the whole time I have to stare at this thing. Well, oh, it's, it's sitting on this cold metal like table just mocking me <laughs> hey big boy so i uh finally there's the knock on the door can i come in and i'm like yeah and i see the biggest fattest most unhealthy doctor waddle into this office and with the same red face nurse and i'm thinking to myself christ almighty she's gonna be here i guess it'll make it less gay I can Not st- really. I can stare at her. Yeah, but you said she looked like a fraggle. Yeah, no, this is, this is the lady at the front desk. This one looked like she had been burned. <laughs> What's going on in, I don't know, dude. in the Hills Have Eyes uh, hospital that you exactly, went to? Exactly! The Hills Have Eyes in Altamont. So, I go in, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm just repeating myself because I'm trying to stay calm. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is a nice plug for our buddies. Have nothing on but my socks and my Ron and Fez XM satellite radio T-shirt on. Why don't you take the shirt off, bro? Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Fezzy. It would have been a lot less gay if you uh, had the shirt off, too. So, anyway. So the doctor comes in, and he's like, all righty, lay on your back. (laughs) All right, this is good news, at least. You know, I'm I'm on my back. What? (laughs) I'm just thinking of you having to hike your legs up near your shoulders. Is that? Hold on. Let me... Okay. So I'm laying on my back, bottomless, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he starts feeling around on my stomach, just to, and like I guess some foreplay, yeah, lymph nodes, I mm-hmm. suppose. And he is just making sure that I don't, you know, have any obstructions, bowel. I don't know something. See if there's any pain. There isn't. We go through some questions. Then he says the words that no guy ever wanted to hear when you're bottomless with nothing but like a paper napkin over your uh, top. He didn't say yum, did he? Yeah. Worse, lay over on your side. Oh. Well, you think that's the, the cuddling area. What, spooning. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Worst bedside manner ever. <laughs> I I finally have to ask him, hey, bro. What are we doing? <laughs> you know? I know what I'm doing. I don't know what you're doing. So I have to, you know, I'd like to know what's going on. So I'm on my side, and then he proceeds to tell me everything that's going to go on. And I almost feel like he had a bad day. I'm not <laughs> He's lying to take it out on you? I, yeah, I think he did. He didn't seem like he was having a great day. He wasn't real talkative. He isn't. Mm-hmm. When you're going as a guy... To one of those doctors, 
there has to be a certain amount of bedside manner, a certain amount of easing. I disagree completely. I don't, I wasn't in there, so I can't really put myself in the situation. But I imagine if I'm in there, I want as little relationship with the man as possible. No, no. I want to feel uh, so disconnected. I mean, maybe. Maybe that's what the majority of people are. Forgive me. I like to be kissed first. <laughs> but he, you know, it's just very cold. <laughs> you felt like a piece of meat. Right. Remember, cold hands, warm heart. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he proceeds to tell me the procedures. First, there will be a digital exam. And the, the, the key there mm-hmm. is first. <laughs> okay? First digits. I, the Don wants to know what did he look like. He goes, first, did he look like Mr. Belding? And I go, no, fatter. He goes... How about the clown from Spawn? Good call, <laughs> except taller. I was thinking the oatmeal guy. So, first digital. Mm-hmm. Then, that monstrosity over there. And... What's going through your mind when he tells you these I two things? I knew... <laughs> and then the other thing too while I'm lying on my side is he begins to raise the table up to eye level a little sex swing in there yeah and I was the meat <laughs> so I'm sorry I'm really out of it guys you gotta you gotta forgive me it's a hideout rule radio 104.1 I think this is a good point to break Okay. And then I'll come back and really... Get into, uh... Me. Yeah. Uh, Rob in Orlando, you're out. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Go ahead. Yeah, you're there. Go ahead, buddy. All right, cool. Um, you said that you were uh, going to the doctor and you didn't really feel like, uh... You, you weren't really expecting anything? Yeah. I did that. I did that once and, uh, they did a physical on me. I found that I had testicular cancer. They had to remove one of my balls. Oh, no. You go there, you think you're uh, just going in there for a nice yeah. little checkup, and yeah, you was... walk away nutless. Yeah, well, well, no, they only removed one, and they replaced it with a titanium one, so um, All right. I, I guess I came out okay. I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's real funny, dude. <laughs> it's not about you right now, it's about me. Come on, man, at least you uh, have both your boys. But for now, you haven't even heard the end of it. True. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, a Monday night with the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. At this point of the story, um, this afternoon I went to get my colorectal exam, and I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. it, but at this point in the story, catching you up, I am now lying on my side. Pantless. And he told you first he's going to use digits, and then he's going to use the tool. The device. Mm-hmm. It's like a prom date. Right. So, so you get corsage? <clears throat> Not even really a hello. <laughs> Just a, how are you? I'm on my side. Mm-hmm. And i got to be careful how I say this. 
But um, he um, lubed, I guess, mm-hmm. easy way to say it, you know. Just like a, you know, just any jelly that you would have to use. Yeah. But anybody who has any kind of experience at all knows what you're talking about. Right. And then go. <laughs> he didn't. Uh... Go. Go. No warning. Yeah. I guess he said you're going to feel some pressure. <laughs> that was an understatement. So. And I swear to Christ, this guy was Inspector Gadget. <laughs> go, go, Gadget Digits? Yes. <laughs> the never-ending finger. <laughs> he was E.T. going there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Matt. Did you feel his warm breath on, on no, your back? No, here. nothing like that. He wasn't close enough. I think that would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Smell of stank. All right, here's the thing. Contrary to popular belief. Mm-hmm. This was the first time, like, anything like this had ever happened before. <laughs> and I screamed. <laughs> Deeper? I let out almost a cry for help. And the guy was like, this is so effing creepy. Breathe. <laughs> Most people try to hold their breath. Make sure you breathe. So then I start going back to all the sitcoms that I've ever seen and start doing Lamaze, because I was giving birth. <laughs> what is that? That's the worst scream I've ever heard. Cartman. Uh, and I can't get too graphic as to anymore with the finger. Mm-hmm. But it was not... Just tell me what's going through your mind. Why me? What did I do? Really? How can I change this? <laughs> How can I make this stop now? What the hell? I never want to go to prison. I can't believe some people are actually into this. I'll never ask a chick to do anal again. I'm thinking all that. It's all going through my mind. By the way, your face, no. I guarantee it popped in there it one time or another. did not. I swear to Christ, I was so focused on what was happening. Well, you have another one, don't you? I'm not done yet. Okay. It's a high number of radio 104.1. So then he's done there, and she hands him the warm-up bat. And he's got the donut weight on it. Yeah. Swinging it around your head. Mm-hmm. He's got two of them. Just... <laughs> and it comes, you know how whenever you pump up your, mm-hmm. t- for your blood pressure, they have that little yeah. squeeze thing to make it pump up? Mm-hmm. This thing had one of those. Oh, no. Was there like a balloon in it at all? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't look. I figured if I didn't look, it wasn't real. Oh, it was real. So then he uh, says, you're going to fill some air. <laughs> and this uh, this will go. <laughs> go! He, thank goodness, decides mm-hmm. to re-ready me for entry and uses the tool. I wish I know how to quit you. Dude, I'm not kidding you. I wanted to die right there. Okay, I, so... I, hold on. I uh, wanted... I wanted to die. I want a comparison between 
the first event there and the second none. event. There's none. Uh, like the the first event paled in comparison. Yes. Like it, you were you were wishing to go back to that first event. Like it didn't even happen. I, oh God, I'm, the only thing I could best describe it as mm-hmm. is like I don't know if we can. I don't know. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. I wish I could relate to you on this the one because you can't. I mean, just there's, go. there's none of us in here that have had to go through this. I thought I'd gone on myself because that's kind of essentially what it felt like. But it was like one of those awful ones. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. Now, was there anything that brought comfort to you? Any thought in your head? No. Nothing? What did you try to go to? Just thinking, when's it going to be over? I couldn't think of... There was no happy place you found? Don't you don't go anywhere from there? There's no happy place? Have you heard the last 40 minutes? Yes, I have, and I'm trying to... Have you seen me for the two hours before the show? (laughs) Literally in shock? You are a ghost. (laughs) So he, uh, I guess, gathered all the information he needed. Mm-hmm. Turns out there are some internal hemorrhoids and some bleeding. So they are hemorrhoids? Yes. Okay. Then he says, guess uh, we're going to have to get the colonoscopy. We're going to have to do the colonoscopy. Ooh. We'll set up an appointment for that one. Did you say No. We will get you a, uh, you know, we'll probably put you under for that one. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> I would I would actually kind of want to be awake just so I know no monkey business is going on. No, literally. I, no, knock me out. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Knock me out. Do whatever you please. As long now, as I don't know about it. Now, before the show, you were saying that you were still primed. Yeah, hold on. Okay. I'm not done. Oh, I, I, there's still more. I didn't know. So then he tells me, I guess this is a compliment. <laughs> he goes, this sounds awful. I don't even know if I can say it. It's pretty. God, I wish we could <laughs> be on the radio. Uh, sa- a satellite. Um, let's just say I was, you know, like a virgin would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he said that to you? Yes. <laughs> but he, he was... wondered if it was part of a problem, like if that was maybe part of the problem in going, like with the pushing. What a creep. What the hell's going on in that office? Did he have like a grizzly type voice? No. You know, you are. Uh... So I get up. Well, no, then. It... Then he says, we'll You're say, very John Bonet. He'll says, we'll finish, you know, we'll get all your information for the colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. The nurse will inform you with the rest. Okay? So then I'm lying there wondering if it's over. And she says, uh, why don't you put your clothes back on? And I will go get... The prescriptions and stuff like that. Oh, prescriptions. Yeah, I gotta put an ointment. 
and <laughs> relive this right. over and over. Mm-hmm. And then we will go from there. So put your clothes back on. So I'm left lying there on my side, still greased up, <laughs> thinking, hey, I don't get a cleaning. <laughs> Not even a towel? Do I use this big napkin? So I did. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm wondering, if I put my ear up to it, would I hear the ocean? <laughs> There's a lot of room in there you didn't know about. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Kiosks. <laughs> Bats. Not Tommy Bats. Wayne oh. Manor. A pirate's bone with a treasure sitting next to it. <laughs> One-eyed Willie. <laughs> so the rich stuff. I'll tell you this, man. It was his time down there. I had to put my clothes on. I now know what a woman feels like. You do the walk of shame. And that and that walk of not, almost not quite walk of shame, but the putting the clothes on afterwards. And just sometimes you can see in their face a look of violation and disappointment. I don't know. I don't know what experience you've been having. That was me. Because I don't look at them afterwards. Dude, I'm not lying to you. It, this changed my life. I am on the straight and narrow from now on. I'm cleaning my act up and my ass. Now what would they made me sign something for the colonoscopy? I may still be shaking. It was literally like this. <laughs> I I was trying to sign and I couldn't. Because I had just been in Oz. Is that how you felt? Did you feel like yes. you were violated? Yes. I don't know how Dudes like it. I don't know how girls like it. If I were a girl, I would be a lesbian. I just do not believe... Uh, I may go asexual. I think <laughs> penetration overall is a bad thing. It's just wrong, and there's no need for it. I'm going to join uh, the Opus Day. I'm going to go get one of those chalices to put around my nice uh, meaty thigh. And whip myself on the back. I would rather do that than ever have to go back to do that again. No, I'm I'm confused. Did he tell you what uh, caused it? No. I mean, nothing. You... I got nothing from him. Oh well, I got something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a break and take your phone calls. Yeah. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Dude. Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> I'm. What? I just don't understand why. You, the, the part that really just stumps me is why you are worried about how cold he was. I don't want to be friends with a man who's. I, whatever. You don't. You're a different kind of person than me. You're I'm, obviously a cold, 
heartless person. You don't care about things. You'd rather... <laughs> I don't want to be whispered into the ear while someone's using wanna... a tool on no, me. No, it's not about being whispered in the ear. It's about having a little bedside manner. You got to know dudes get upset over this thing because it ain't right. That's why you had a chicken you got, there. No, it's about sitting down and even just explaining the procedure. Here's what's going to happen. I'm sure you're uncomfortable with it. Thousands of men do it every single day. It's one of these things you have to get it checked up. How about a little something like that? Not lay down on your side. I think there's Bucko. a difference between sweet whispers and a nice explanation. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I forgive you. Shut up. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, that's my story of my uh, initial... i got to go back mm-hmm. to the colonoscopy, which I'll be under for. But uh, that's my experience at the colorectal doctor today. 407-916-1041, star-1041. On your singular wireless phones. If you missed it, I'm sure it'll be on the podcasting. Uh, I'm sure under wadcasting. And just really, really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the worst things that I've uh, I've had to go through. Which is really um, disturbing. Not right. Uh, now, if you had to do it all over again. All over again, you you knew what was coming up. Anything you would have part changed? of it was I wasn't expecting anything mm-hmm. to happen because I didn't they didn't give me any pregame ritual like I've always been told, some sort of a drink or something. But I guess that's for the colonoscopy, not just for a regular old exam. Mm-hmm. And you would think they would though, because they wouldn't want it to be all muddied up. Right. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, thoughts. John in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, Hefe. I just wanted to ask you a quick question about the exam. Mm-hmm. Um, at any point during the exam today, did you feel two hands on your shoulders? No, I did not. <laughs> I know. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your support. Bill in Metro West, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Bill? What's up, hideout? Hey, dude. Yep. Hey, I didn't go through what you did, but I had something similar, and I know exactly how you felt. Uh, whatever a doctor says, uh, you're going to feel some pressure, that means you're going to wish you were dead. Yeah, that's the odd thing about it. It's like there's just going to be some pressure. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, is pressure. I've been under pressure before. you'll wish they slit your throat right there. Uh, was it pain, though? It was, yeah, it was pain. I'll say there was definitely pain. It was. I had a, I had a cystoscopy once. They went through the uh, the other side. Whoa! Okay, maybe that tops uh, Ouch. anything uh, that I'm bitching about here. Next topic, I'm, please. I'm sure it was similar, just a, a whole new kind of pain that you've never experienced. Love before. of God, I please. couldn't even imagine. <laughs> All right, Bill, my uh, sincerest. How did? How long did it take you to recover from oh, that? Oh God! Like <laughs> I, I walked mentally. out of there so glad it was over. I was like walking on clouds or something. I don't know, sunshine everywhere and flowers or whatever. Yeah, not me. Thank you, Bill. I was the exact opposite. I was walking out, literally walk of shame, all the way back to my car. Minute too late, man. You're in the hideout on road radio. What's going on, Hefe? Hey, dude. Hey, real quick question, man. Um, do your farts still make noises? Okay, thanks. It sounds like a piccolo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had honestly thought that I'd gone on myself that I was surprised that I hadn't. 
it, that was the the feeling you had. Mm-hmm. So the wrong. pressure. That was the pressure that was that he was talking it. about. That was a lot of it. Bob and Kissimmee here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Bob? Yeah, I got to ask, man. I mean, the, the the tool that they're using on did it have anything to do with hamsters? What the hell? <laughs> Thank you for your support. Have a trail, maybe. Ah, thank you for your support. How, how would you feel if you walked into a place where the colonoscopies take place and there was just a, a pet hamster there? Just on a wheel? Yeah. like It really had nothing to do with any of the stuff, but they just had a pet hamster. Like a lot of the uh, the uh, record stores love a pet cat walking around. Looks kind of dirty and used <laughs> for no real reason. No claws, no teeth. Richard Gere movies in the waiting room. Tearful look in its eye. Ah, oh, boy. I I got somebody here who's emailed me saying he also goes to the Frago place for the colon doctoring as well. <laughs> he had parts of his large intestine removed. He goes, Ooh. the doctor probably wouldn't want to get too attached to his patients considering looking at asses all day. Yeah, you can't blame him. He said, I've had like 15 of these exams and four or five colonoscopies. It doesn't get much easier. You would think that at some point, like conversion, it gets easier. Yeah. You begin to like it. That would you can help. Just line them up just for fun. I don't know what you guys do with the spacing over there, but I all, I can never see the whole thing that they're putting up, chunks. You fix that, Al in Melbourne. You're in the hideout. What's up, Al? I feel your pain, brother. I had a colonoscopy recently. Never mind, I'm 32. Mm-hmm. They're about to put me under. They say, animal's going to work on you. And I said, thanks. That's not what... Animal's going to work on you. The Muppet? <sighs> I told you, it's Fraggle Rock. Yeah, you just went to the spinoff place. Where's Beaker? He's good. <laughs> What's your sister's last name? Mine? Mm-hmm. Oles? All right, this isn't her. Ah. Jessica in Michigan. I guess we're real big with Jessica's in Michigan. <laughs> well, there's big Jessica's in Michigan. <laughs> That's true, too. So, anyway, there it is. I'm partly here I'm, to be honest with you and help you out. And Hey, I hope your day was better than mine. No, I don't want you to scare people off from getting the colonoscopy, though. Here's the thing about it, though. I literally was... It's so funny you say that. Mm-hmm. All right, one more break. Okay. And then I had that exact same thought. And I'll tell you what really went through my mind. Next in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Monday night with the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407 star-1041, on your singular wireless phone. Kind of the after effect of Pepe's colonoscopy. Well, not colonoscopy. And it's not the colonoscopy. It was just, just a, a prep. An exam. Mm-hmm. Louise in Orlando, the colonoscopy is next. Louise in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Louise? Hi, good evening. How are you? I've been better. Yeah. Actually, um, I've worked in the endoscopy suites before, and mm-hmm. I've had them myself. The prep and the anticipation are a lot worse than the procedure. Of the actual colonoscopy? Yeah. Okay. And the reason I say this is because medication, they start an IV normally, and part of the medication that they give you has like an amnesia type effect. You'll mm-hmm. be able to answer them and and respond to them, but you're not going to remember it. Oh, get that! Like, that freaks me out even more. Yeah, you'll be able to. Bl- 
I don't know why, but that like really weirds me out for some reason. It's like a bad bad uncle on memory that you just block block it right out. GHB or something. Oh my good. All right, thank you, Louise. Appreciate it, sweetie. You have a good evening. Uh, bye bye. You too. Well, the next thing you remember, you're just in the shower crying. That's odd. Mm-hmm. You probably have to have someone drive you there then. Yeah, they, you under that, they uh, gave me all the whole list of what to do. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me get it out real fast. Ew. <laughs> Not that. Oh. Does it still have gel on it? <laughs> I got to go get all sorts of paperwork. and There's a mix-up with my insurance, too. And They're like, uh, if you'd like the colonoscopy, that'll be $600. I'm like, whoa. I wouldn't uh, like it, no. No, thanks. <laughs> but it turns out some sort of a problem. Look at this. There's a. That's the whole prep sheet of way to I go want through. You to, I want you to look at this guy's. <laughs> oh look at this guy's letterhead. All right, can we take that over to him, Matt? Yeah, bring that over to me. I want to see this. Did you see it? Look at that. That's creepy. Frank and Coco, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Frank? Hey, how are you? All right, dude. Well, I got a embarrassing and painful story to tell you. Go ahead. It'll help you go, ease going into what you're going through. Mm-hmm. I went in the hospital. I had kidney problems, so they, they catheterized me. You know oh. what that involves. Oh, yeah. And they, they inflate a little balloon up in your bladder to hold the catheter in. So that night I go to sleep and toss it and turn it in my sleep. I pulled it out with the balloon still inflated. Oh, all right. And, and, and then to add insult to injury, the nurse, you know, hears me screaming, comes in there, what's wrong, what's wrong? I told her. She's like, well, we have to put it right back in. She grabs a hold of me and feeds the tube oh, back okay. in. Oh. I got you. Thank you, Frank. That's awful. That's now, awful. I. This guy's a creep. <laughs> this doctor, you need to find a new doctor. I can't. This is the one I was referred to. This is wrong. What he has on his letterhead is a guy standing there in the uh, in the little uh, garb that they give you at the doctor's office with the open back. And the little tush sticking out of the back of the uh, the uh, hospital wear, and the guy looking over his shoulder and smiling a little bit, like I'm ready. <laughs> a knowing grin. I told you, man. There's something really just off. I would ask. Doug and Castleberry, you're in the hideout. What's up, Doug? Hey guys, how you doing? I've been better. Good. Listen, I just went through the uh, colonoscopy a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best recollection is no big deal. Okay. I, I, I went in. They uh, they gave me something called Versed. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know got all ready and I'm going. Uh, can I watch it on this monitor? And the lady said yeah. And the next thing I know, they're sitting me up on the table handing my clothes back to me. Uh, I'm I'm praying that I don't even remember that much. I don't uh, want to watch it on TV either. I'll tell you that. I'm well, not... I figure if everybody had to watch Katie Couric, I could at least look at my own. <laughs> All right, thank you, Doug. Yeah. All right, bye. Maybe I pull the video and we put it on RealRadio.fm. Did you guys notice th- these legs on this little cartoon guy that he has up on his letterhead? It is the oddest thing ever. I told you, Big, man. stubby legs and then little feet. It's, I'm just weirded out by the whole scenario. And he, why would you put a naked butt? On your rectal sheet. This guy had all kinds of jokes around the office. Uh, Casey and Daytona, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I just wanted to say no jokes here. I hope your butt gets better. Oh, and I have one other thing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. <sighs> so well, this guy is. looks happy, though. Give me that back. I will. Matt, go get it. 
after I'm done with it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so material it's, for me. Yeah, it's completely material. Now here's the thing too. I am. Uh, I've decided to change my ways mm-hmm. and be completely healthy from this point forward. So much so, I'm in this whole pool thing that we have going on here at the radio yes. station. I know uh, Black Bean, Russ, SBK, to name a few chunks. I think is in on it. We all put it in a hundred bucks. Whoever can lose the most body fat between now and I think the end of August wins the pool of money for the Monster Cruise. Oh, nice. Trying to look good for the Monster Cruise and also uh, get into better shape, too. So I went over to Bally's and got my stats. Mm -hmm. Remember I told you my body fat percentage before? Yeah, your BMI or whatever it's called. No, I think it was body fat, though. Okay. It was a long time ago. It wasn't nearly as high as it is now. Oh, it's way bigger now? Oh, God. So that's good for you, though. Well, here uh, it is, because I'm going to lose this weight. Mm-hmm. Um, body fat percentage, 30.3. Ooh. What's the... Uh... Everybody, though, who's doing this is around there. So and I think we're getting a website that we're going to put up and do a whole thing, too. Chunks, you got any idea what your body percentage is? Your body fat percentage? <sighs> no, but... I guess it's probably worse than that, man. I'd say nah, you're probably right around there. You may even be less. I know the person who has the least in everybody in this is Drunky. What? And he's like 19 or 20% body fat. That chubby little baby? There's well, he's lost a lot of weight, though. He's still a little chubby. That puts him at a big disadvantage, though, doesn't yep, it? Yep, it sure does. I would have uh, guessed maybe Black Bean would be the least. No, Black Bean, I think we're all right around the same. SBK... Yeah, I think Russ. I, I would pick SBK probably for the highest. So here's the thing. I have decided. Here's what's kind of disappointing, too. So they have my weight, 234. I ballooned way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my lean mass, according to this, like just like bones and ligaments and like, you know, regular old muscles and stuff, mm-hmm. 163 pounds. That means 71 pounds of me is just fat. Just useless fat. And that's the part that's making my ass bleed. You think so? I'm convinced. Healthy people don't have this. I'm convinced of it. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who eat worse than you, live worse than you. you hey, know? how you doing? <laughs> it's not... It's going to catch up to you at some point. No, it's not. I'm doing something about it. I think it's all uh, anger that you hold inside. I, oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm real good at holding it in. And that wouldn't uh, hurt you at all, huh, Bateman? I'm taking care of it. Yeah, right. I'm I sure. Am. By beating on the intern. Well, if you deserve it, you deserve it. But. So anyway, Dubs, even you, br- you brought in five guys' um, hamburgers from yeah. Washington, D.C. That, Dub- uh, that I guess Trunks brought from over the weekend. Yeah, and you uh, grabbed the burger, you looked at it. Look delicious, and you put it back down. I'm done, dude. I'm going to win this money, and I'm going to get my life back. You know what I'm going to do? Have a five guys during the break. You do it. You do. I'm done worrying about any of you. Fine. <laughs> I don't want you worrying about me. Well, no, I seriously could care a lot. i got to focus on me. I worried about you, and I still think you're on an awful path to nowheresville, but uh, I, I can't worry about you anymore. My butt's fine. Now... And no, it's not. Mine are all had, external. You've had some of the worst hemorrhoids we've ever seen. External ones. That doesn't make them okay. And they went away on their own. My body can fight off a hemorrhoid like no other. 
Ali. <laughs> I guess it's all the monster energy drinks and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. So anyway, there it is. I am. I'm, that's it. I'm on the straight and narrow. I have to. This is my turning point. This is the day my life has changed. It sucks that it always has to get to that point. It sucks that you always have to have something bad happen to you oh, yeah, in well, order for you to change your lifestyle. If you're enjoying yourself, why would you change it unless there's something bad about it? Because you have to be educated that something poor would happen later on. I don't think about that kind of stuff. The future means nothing to me. Take a break. Come back. Get the show started. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night with the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Larry in uh, Tampa, you're in the Hideout. What's up, Larry? Hey, what's up? What you nice got? talking with you this evening. I got, I got the absolute answer if you are serious. So the question is, how serious are you? Very. Here's the deal. Go out and pick up Corrine Netzer, N-E-T-Z-E-R's book of food counts. Mm-hmm. You want to eat no more than 2,000 calories a day. Of those calories, not more than 10% can be fat calories. On top of that, uh, how many stories in the building that you work in? Four. Okay. You're going to walk up and down those four flights of stairs. Thirty minutes. All right, enough. I've had enough. You don't have to <laughs> I hate that guy. I don't know why. You don't have to tell me how to work out. I know how to work out. I worked at a gym before. I'm fine. Well, I'm gonna win wanna, this thing. What you want to do is you want to split it up, where you do uh, back and biceps one day, and then uh, chest and triceps the next day. It's all if you're different. serious. It's <laughs> all thirty minutes. It's all different. Everybody has their own thing. I got a routine that I know I can. No, do. no. This book will tell you how to do it right. Everything else you've read is wrong. And I will win. No, I'm taking on Tommy as my trainer. What is that going to get you? A lot of sleep. <laughs> Oreos. Nine. Sex. That's part of his training, sex. Yeah, that's what you have to get to uh, be as fit as Tommy. That burns a lot of calories. Good ab movements. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of trunk working. So I saw this, and I eventually, once I'm done working out and being mm-hmm. tough and being, you know, I want to be compared like this guy was compared. So we've all been downtown before, mm-hmm. and we've all seen people get drunk and think they're a lot bigger and badder than they actually oh, yeah. are. Ten foot tall and bulletproof. Give me a few uh, shots. That's your, where I'm at. Your boy, Bicurious BJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, I'd love to get an update on how that documentary is coming along from a buddy, Soff, who filmed it all and is producing it and everything. But, you know, you got a teacher, I guess, who's out drinking. Uh, downtown, he was a phys ed teacher, high school phys ed teacher. Mm-hmm. Now, that right there starts you in, oh, boy, this is going to be trouble, in the fact that high school phys ed teachers are a lot of times tormented, fallen, like, athletes. They're they never, Al Bundys. Yeah, they never quite made it. Mm-hmm. And so there's already a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Actually, too, a lot of times with personal trainers. Yeah, my, uh, my uh, gym teacher in high school, he tried out for uh, the Redskins and uh, another team. He didn't make it, of course. And he would always walk around telling you guys, the, uh, telling everybody, you know, the importance of working out while wearing a nice, tight, hammer-strength T-shirt. 
That's actually a type of uh, workout equipment. Mm-hmm. Now, I, my baseball coach was a guy who made it to the single A, I think, a uh, portion of the of the Braves. He made it up to single A and then failed from there. Maybe even made it up to double A. So anyway, these guys always have a chip on their shoulder. So this guy's out front of some bar with his shirt unbuttoned, 30-year-old dude, on Saturday night, shirt unbuttoned, yelling he's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> To passers-by. And an officer asked him to leave after he got into a verbal confrontation with a couple of chicks. I'm willing to bet. I don't know how it went. But I'm willing to bet that this guy tries to hit on one of them. They say something back about him shirt being uh, shirt unbuttoned with Luke Skywalker, him screwing Luke Skywalker. And then he says, oh, you're not so hot anyway. Yeah, he just uh, kind of, since they turn, uh, turned him down, he decides to uh, take them down a few pegs. Which, by the way, I've never really understood how a guy will hit on a chick, she says no, then all of a sudden she's the filthiest bitch on earth. I always do when I'm drunk. Whatever, whore! <laughs> you're not so hot. So I was slumming it anyway. So anyway, then this cat proceeds to um, get some mace sprayed in his face. Mm-hmm. Officers try to, two guys, two officers try to handcuff him. It doesn't work. He starts swinging his fists around. Yeah, because he's a Jedi. You can't do that to a Jedi. Did he use the mind trick on him? And th- this is actually according to the report. He continued to attack... With superhuman strength, <laughs> and made no attempt to escape. <laughs> this is in the police report. He didn't try to get away. He was just fighting him. Right. With his hammer strength. They finally got a hold of him by tasing him three times and hitting him another four more times with the baton. <laughs> Don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him angry. So, I'm just thinking, I want to be this badass. I don't want to fight cops, obviously. But you'd like the option to, if you had to. If I... You'd be able to fight off. Well, not even to fight cops, but, like, the option to throw down with people who had weapons. Mm Mm-hmm. You got a taser and some batons. And and he's still getting up. And I still can't be faded. That's where I would eventually like to be after this whole workout thing. Well, that and angel dust will get you right there. Well, I know. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, and you got to wonder. I'd like to see the talk screen on this guy. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, too, is that it's scary that there are people out there like this, when you think about it. And this is part of the way that you have to like carry yourself like a normal human being when you're out and you're walking around. Because you never know who has superhuman strength. Well, here's the thing. When you go out drinking, I never, ever start stuff with the smaller guys. Like Tommy Bateman over there, I already know. That he's an ass kicker when I see him out of the bar. Because he's been picked on his whole life. That and, for some reason, smaller guys are like spring-loaded. They will just hop up like a little Mac and punch you in the jaw doing a star punch. They're stout. <laughs> they're angry. I Who's the next guy in the hideout you wouldn't pick a fight on? Matt. The exact extreme opposite. <laughs> See, I'd pick a fight with Matt. I wouldn't be scared of Matt. Matt doesn't scare me like Tommy scares me. No, he doesn't scare me nearly as much as Tommy scares me, but second. 
Uh, I'd like, I'd actually pick up, Matt's the guy in prison you pick on. The biggest, blackest guy. You have to start the fight with him. The biggest, blackest? I don't understand how blackest <laughs> comes into play. Because they're, they're the baddest. so big and it's, so black. It's in every movie they tell you, go in and beat up the biggest, blackest no, guy. No, baddest guy. That's what they yeah. say, biggest, baddest. Yeah. I gotta get my hearing checked. <laughs> You're picking on Wesley Snipes when you go to the Uh, next person I wouldn't mess with? Hmm. I say Napier. Really? Napier is, has retarded strength. I would agree with that. I look at that kid. He is a retard. He is... <laughs> a bottom uh, feeder. Slow bottom feeder. He's scary. He has a dumb look on his face all the time. <laughs> He's really... Right, here's the first one. Here's here's who I'm going in and beating up. Uh, Gerber Baby. Sea Lane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gerber Baby would be the easiest. <laughs> He'd be the kid that didn't want to fight back. He'd put his hands in his pocket and no, just try to turn away. I'm not hitting you. <laughs> it's like, just throw a punch. You'd be yeah, in the, at least defend yourself. You'd be in the cafeteria. Just throw a punch. I'll throw a punch for you. Just please act like you want to be in the fight. Plus, with those big, fat cheeks, you think, hey, it's not going to hurt if I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> you know, I'm, There's no way I'm going to break my hand on those cheeks, those soft pillows. Um, Dubs, I wouldn't want to fight you because I already haven't got my ass kicked. <laughs> And Chunks, I don't know. He seems like he has something in him that's crazy. Yeah, he's a little squirrely. I think I, with him, you just kind of have to outlast him. I no. think other than C-Lane, I'm probably the biggest puss in here. <laughs> and I don't even know. C-Lane could be a, you know trained in some sort of martial arts, although I doubt it with that doughy figure. <laughs> I was a black belt. <laughs> you were a black belt. I used to be. Great. A deputy black belt. But what it was is, black nonetheless. What does that mean? What is it, Prada? He was braided. <laughs> His came from the Sex in the City line. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, do you think he was on something? This guy, this superhuman oh, strength guy was on something? I don't think that I... There was a few cops, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody that's in a normal state of mind or in, and is not like a trained fighter, he's just a gym teacher. He had to be on something. There was something more to it. Have you have you seen a Hefe anyone on PCP in your life? It, it, you can tell in their eyes. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw a guy jump off of a third-story balcony and roll to the ground, obviously breaking something. But you keep on moving. You don't care. Five cops jumped onto him, and he got all five of them off of him and ran away. How does that happen? Like a woodchuck. Like, what is it? Woodchuck. <laughs> How does PCP do that? Like, what is it that makes... If we have a superhuman pill, why aren't we giving it to our soldiers? Or football players. I would love to see that on the field. Why don't we have a whole separate PCP league for slam ball or something? I, I, would, I would guess that some of those guys were on something. They were going flying down to the ground. What does PCP do to you to make, make you, like, the Hulk? It doesn't, like, kind of shut down your nervous system yeah. so you don't really feel? Shuts it down. That's also where it's dangerous because if you broken something you're bleeding internally you're not going to feel it you're not mm-hmm. going to care you don't you know are you able you to lift ca- strength. Are you able to lift cars I, I i don't know i haven't heard uh, seen stories but i mean i'm sure people have probably lifted stuff like yeah. cars on pcp how do you get a hold of i know of people this? have like just punched through windows and not feeling anything does it does it cure internal hemorrhoids i think it cures all it's like the fountain of youth soft you're in the hideout on our radio what's up soft hey guys how's it going in the land of the hideout nice well, uh, yeah, so after the uh, the stunts of Matt Albert and the Club Paris, I took a little time off, and now I'm back on track with the documentary. Everything's looking great, and it's even more interesting watching it 
instead of living it. All right, I'm uh, very excited about this behind the bike curious documentary that we're making, Dubs. What, what, yeah, percentage wise, what, how far do you think you are along in it? Uh, well, I just started to uh, put together the rough cuts. I just got done logging all the footage. So I'm going to put together the segments, uh, starting to go through all the music that people have been sending in, which we still do need, so send it up to the radio station. So uh, just the rough cuts, I'm working on that right now. So probably around 10%. All right, cool. All right, thank you, Soph. I appreciate it, buddy. You rock, bro. Oh, yeah, I'll take it easy. All right, All right, see it. All right, PCP was developed in the 50s as an intravenous uh, anesthetic, and its use in humans was discontinued in 1965 because patents often became, patients, I'm sorry, often became agitated, delusional, and irrational while recovering from its uh, effects. Oh, wow. Sounds like PCP. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, you can't take it away from uh, drugs being fun. There is a reason why people do them. They are fun. There's a downside, though. I don't see a downside there, being superhuman. The thing is, probably out of everyone in here, you would be the most dangerous to take PCP because the first time you took it, you would get too nervous in your head and you'd wig out and go crazy and do stuff to yourself and other people. That would would I would, do say, a lot of I would say Tommy would be the same uh, reaction to it. What do you mean? Like, why would you wig out like that? Because you're so scared of a drug not being in your body. Because you don't do drugs, you're not used right. to them. That's a very mental drug. Whereas if you can't mentally calm yourself down, it will take control of you, and you will turn into a wild ape, not knowing what you're doing. I think I have enough mind control that I would be all right. You seem you've like never, you've never done a drug though. Yeah, but I would like to believe I have mind control. So I'm freaking out about this colonoscopy. That's what I think Chunks is saying, though. You uh, you let stuff get to you in your head a lot. Oh, you I know? gotcha. All right. It's so a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, let's see here, Dubs. We're talking about drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids were suspended for selling Happy Crack. Which wasn't even really crack. That's the problem with it. I guess they mixed some sugar and Kool-Aid mix into something. Yeah, and they, in, they called it Happy Crack. Put it in plastic bags, and they got suspended from school for imitating drug activity. Uh, yeah, obviously some people are pissed off about it. Some aren't. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the thing is, uh, you're basically getting mad at kids for having fun dip. You remember the fun dip sticks and everything? Ah, yes, fun dip. That was the greatest uh, candy ever for some reason. It wasn't that great, but the the thing you dipped in it, you could eat too, which made it even better. You ate that white? Yeah, that was candy. I didn't never knew that was candy. I always mm-hmm. threw it away. I never knew that was candy. No, it was a nice little stick of candy. Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. I remember that in a pixie stick. Oh, I could go for a pixie stick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, think that could actually be a legal matter, too. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to even sell fake drugs. What? <laughs> it, was, it, they, it wasn't fake drugs, though. It was candy, and they were just calling it happy crack. Just because you put a adjective on crack doesn't necessarily make it illegal, does it? Like, if that's what you want to call it? Yeah, I mean, you can put a, you can call anything anything you want. You what know? if they decided to call like a some sort of an energy drink liquid crack? I wouldn't see a problem with that. I mean, I, I'm sure people would get upset about it, like uh, 
I'm sure, crack I'm, users would get upset or did they get no, offended or what? I'm sure there is some kind of special interest group, families of crack users, that would get all over them. There's a special interest group for everything now. Well, there has to be. People need to be protected. <laughs> no, they don't. Sure Not they to do. the degree that it, crackheads don't need to be protected. They need to get off the crack and don't get pissed off at people for making fun of them for being on crack. Who are you to say who needs to get off of crack? <laughs> Maybe that's what they need to straighten themselves out. How does that straighten themselves out getting on crack? Here's the thing. You can't go on vacation. Maybe you don't have the money. If you have the money for crack no. daily, you yes. Got, you got 20 bucks a day because that, that doesn't stop at one day and then, hey, I'm fine. You got 20 bucks, smoke a little rock, and you go to your happy place. You know, a nice, barren for about warehouse. A, for about a half hour, 45 minutes, then you need 20 more bucks to go back to your happy place. Vacations aren't cheap. Exactly. Go on a regular vacation. Oh, come on. Where else are you going to vacation for 20 bucks a day? I'll tell you where. Crack house. Then you leave once it's you're like done. A time share. Yeah. You leave once you're done, and you go off to, uh, you know, resume your job activities. And putting your hand in the grease fryer because you have no idea. Here it is. I got Florida in this baggie. Right here. Sandy. Hot. Make you go places. You think that's how they're selling the happy crack? Why not? And then the kids get pissed because it's just Kool-Aid? Yeah. I can get this for a quarter? I remember when I was making Kool-Aid as a kid. You'd always get the big bucket Mm -hmm. that you had to make Kool-Aid in. And they came in these little screw-off things where you screw off the top and you had to pour it in, Mm -hmm. depending on how much. I would fill that thing to a T, like the entire lid. You're only supposed to fill like a third or a half of the way. Oh, you had the uh, the pre-mixed. Right. And then you pour it in there. No, you need to get the packets. That's the only way to make Kool-Aid right. You get the packets, and then you put way too much sugar in it. Way too much. Where there's like a nice little uh, thick crust at the bottom when you're done. <laughs> and yeah, you literally have to break it up with the spoon down yeah, there? Yeah, you're just spooning it out and eating it. It's delicious. Is Kool-Aid like a poor person thing? Oh, yeah. Because I know when we didn't have a lot of money growing up, it was, let's get Kool-Aid. But kids... Somehow we couldn't afford soda, so it was, let's get Kool-Aid. It, for adults, is a poor person thing. For kids, it's a kid's thing. Really? If, if an adult's still drinking Kool-Aid, yes, that's a poor thing. All right, let me ask you, who still drinks Kool-Aid? What kind of person? Matt. I don't drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> what kind of person? You said that. He just eats it. <laughs> shovels it in dry. Tang. Mm. You think dirt like a dirt stash would probably still drink Kool-Aid? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Cave Bed still has a big trunk of it. All right, let me ask you this. What's your what would be your like what's your favorite all-time drink when you were growing up? When I was growing up, orange Kool-Aid. Here's what I love to do. I loved even though they came unfrozen, mm-hmm. those popsicle icy oh, popsicle yeah. things, you freeze them. And then you warm them up with your hand. And then you take them out and let them turn back into liquid. Not complete liquid. Slushy. You said they're crushing it. Right. Flavor ice. Isn't that what it was yeah, called? Yeah, flavor mm-hmm. ice. Exactly. Yeah. Jason and Lake Wells, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jason? Hey, I just want to let you know that uh, when we go out to the clubs, we order a drink called uh, liquid cocaine. Uh, so it's a pretty popular drink. We've never gotten in trouble for it. So uh, what's, What is liquid cocaine, uh, Jason? Um. I think there's a lot of variations of it, but the one I always get is a third of 
Jägermeister, a third of Rumpelmintz, and a third of Goldschlager. Yeah. I would figure there'd be some Red Bull or something in there, no? No, it's just uh, straight liqueurs, and uh, it's really good. It's peppermint. How old are you? Basis. 24. Yeah, you're still in that age, huh? Yeah, still going out and having a good time. That's all right. It'll end here in about 90-some-odd oh, days. Mm-hmm. Then it'll be over. As soon as you hit, what, 25? Yeah. When did you finally decide that my going out days are over? 10. About 23. Yeah, Tommy's never gone. Do you feel like you're missing out on going out, Tommy? In my head, I was like, it sure would be great to go out. And then when I go out, I'm like, wow, it would really be great to be home right now. <laughs> I'm the same place. I'm like, wow, I don't go out as much as I used to. And then I go out, and I'm like, there's a lot of good TV on tonight. Don't you feel like somehow <laughs> you're missing out on life, though? No. I, I feel like I can experience just uh, enough life inside. That's <laughs> good that's really not good i have better conversations with people on tv anyway mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying that could be part of our problem i mean c lane he's probably I... a kid that gets out you get out play a lot of your shows hey c lane you want to hang out i'll meet you at the peach pit later do you yes. do you have that kind of a thing where you uh you enjoy going out you enjoy being amongst the peoples yeah even if i'm not drinking i uh i still like i'll probably go out after the show Head down to Ale House or whatever. Nice. See, that's what I'm saying. You probably have a lot of stories. You meet a lot of cool people. You know. I used to be like that, too. Living life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what you want to do. Get out there and live a little life. That makes you age poorly. No. What, are you going to be like a mummy? Look at Sea Lane. Look at the bags under his eyes. You're right. There's a lot of bags (laughs) under the eyes. A little bit of the frumpiness. But he's not wrinkled at all. He still has the baby skin. That is true. Yeah. And he's got great stories. Does he? Youthful exuberance. All right, give me a real entertaining story from this weekend, C-Line. From this weekend? Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> 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 All right, maybe, there, maybe you shouldn't go out. Maybe yeah. that's one of the things you shouldn't do. All right, thank you, C-Lane. You, can, you convinced me. <laughs> no problem. Me at home in front of my TiVo. That's where I need to be. I can tell you a great story I had from one of my friends this weekend. All right, tell me about your friends, Tommy. Yeah, my friend and I, we uh, he got in some trouble, and he had to like get like $28,000 for a friend's like finger surgery, so he uh, joined the Special Olympics and tried to fix them to make some money. Hmm. And it was a crazy adventure we had together. That was the ringer. And we're giving that out. Oh. So I won't talk I badly about the movie. <laughs> I loved it. I guess not if Tommy has it at home. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's one less copy for you. Uh, and, by the way, I own one, too. Uh, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Oh. 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 Come on. Hot your Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Uh, it's Monday night. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe, um... How much time do you spend on the internet actually working in a day? I sit down in front of the computer a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily say that a lot of it would be productive. When you sit down there, is that your main goal, though? Like, I'm going to get some work done, I'm going to get some stuff done. Yes. And it doesn't work out that way. Where do you way. usually float to? Uh, here, are the, here are the uh, websites that I'll make my way to. Okay. I will make my way to hideoutheretics.net. Mm-hmm. Oh, the message board uh, yeah. loop I'll do. I will make my way to a, um, let's see here, a MySpace mm-hmm. email. Yep. I'll never really answer any of the messages. I'll just look at them. <laughs> no, I'll peruse them. Yeah. I like getting them. 
but I never really answer them. And I'll make a point to answer some of them, but it'll still take me four or five days to answer it. Yeah. Right. That, I look at one and I say, I got one right now from our buddies over at Metro Entertainment mm-hmm. in Melbourne. And I have it flagged that I will respond, just not sure when. And it, it can be the easiest response in the world, but for some reason, I can't get myself to just say, yeah, I'm in, or hey, that sounds cool. Let me see Anything like that. I mean, I'll look at the big mm-hmm. news uh, stories. But in the jobs we do, uh, looking at it is one thing. Actually working at it is another, because I'll do that too. Like right when I get up, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start in early. And I'll look at everything, I'm like, uh, and then I'll make my way over to maybe porn <laughs> or something like that. See, I never look at porn on the Internet. No? I, I never look at porn on the Internet. I love Internet porn. It's something new every day. It's like getting a new DVD. I can't do it, man. I'm old school. I'm sorry. i got to have a nice DVD player and a PlayStation. That's old school? Yes. The PlayStation? <laughs> That's the way I roll. I'm so, I'm so old school. I don't even believe in DVD players. I guess uh, 16% of men and 8% of women have uh, viewed pornography while at work. I think it's higher for men. I think that happens a lot, and I think here, especially because we write it off as show prep. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of men look at it at work. And here's the thing. 6% of uh, people admitted to looking at porn at work, they said they did it intentionally. So the other 10% or whatever is saying they didn't do it on purpose. I don't believe that for one minute. No, I, 100% of them who looked at porn at work looked for, for it. I uh, used to date this girl whose stepfather had to check himself into a mental mm-hmm. institution because he would just look at porn all day instead of working. Like, all day, that's all he would do. He was an uh, addict? Yeah, and he like went to his bosses one day. He's like, I need help. I need to go to a mental institution <laughs> for a few weeks because I keep looking at porn. That, I'm addicted. That seems a little bit over the line to me, that you're going actually to a mental area to figure out why you're looking at porn at work. See, he's, here's the problem. He's an idiot anyway. Here's the thing, though. Don't you usually run a batch and that takes care of it and you don't have to look at it anymore? A lot of people can't do that at work, though, so they just stay there getting all worked up and I they f- keep on looking at it more and more. I forget we have a different work environment. <laughs> at least we did. Here they uh, they have cameras and doors that don't lock. Not in the office. <laughs> True. In but, our office, it locks but and there are no cameras. Here's the problem, though. Uh, whenever you have time, there's other shows going on, so they could be running in at any time. Right. You could have SPK knocking on the door while I got myself my hand. And I don't want that at all. That used to happen all the time over at uh, at uh, WJFK. No. <laughs> what? I would be running one in the office. <laughs> and, oh, I knew it. And I knew it. Someone would be jiggling the handle or something. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Which computer? Whatever one was going the fastest that day. So, <laughs> so the one... The one not when you walked in, but to the left. I've the been couch. there a few times, yes. Uh, <laughs> I always use that computer, too. Yeah, see, like... Did you ever run one at school when you were in high school? Never. No. I was always way too afraid to be caught at school. Right, we got some prizes. We had we had a kid that got uh, like suspended for getting caught running one at school. And oh, that I've kid told, was named C-Lane. I've told this story before about this guy who looked like DJ Qualls mm-hmm. and went to my school. It's geometry class. Whips it out from underneath his trench coat and just takes care of business right there for everyone to see. And the teacher didn't do anything until he was finished. (laughs) Oh, that's nice of her. 
Didn't want to bother. And this guy wasn't even discreet about it either. Now, I wasn't in the class. I just heard about it. There was this one kid at our school who was running a batch in uh, the library, covering it up with a book. And the the uh, the librarian was like the cool teacher type person. And she just went around and told everybody. So this kid was uh, made fun of for the rest of uh, the rest of his high school career. And then at, at the graduation, he I guess he played the piano. He was really good with his hands. And uh, played some song he wrote about the good old times. And we're just looking at him the whole time while he's singing this, saying, you're the kid who we haven't like <laughs> live a high school normal life because we caught you beating it. That's always a lot of fun. I'm just talking about the act. Mm-hmm. You know, when you really sit down I, and you think about it. I don't like doing it in a public place. I need to be under lock and key. I Speaking of public places, mm-hmm. so did you hear what this New Jersey governor comes out with? Literally. <sighs> yeah. The fact that he frequented, uh, he would go and he would frequent trucks, like rest areas. Yeah, rest areas in New Jersey. Back in the 80s. <laughs> There's that's a Russian roulette with your uh, penis right there. I mean, I've never even understood like how that would. I don't. I think it's brilliant. The gay community has it down right, where you don't have to go and uh, buy a drink for the lady and schmooze it. You walk into a stall, you throw it through, and it's taken care of. It just seems I don't know, like today, impersonal. When I was at the uh, doctor's office, wouldn't you want a connection? No. Of some sort? Maybe if I was trying to build on this relationship, but if I'm just there for the pure fact that I'm horny. All right, here's what I want to do. We got Jack Napier here, mm-hmm. our intern. And part of the things that we do is, you know, here in the hideout is we want to teach our interns to be good broadcasters. Nap- Professional like us. Right. Napier, when we get back from the break, we're going to teach you uh, the art of storytelling while reading a news story. Okay? We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and I want you to to read this McGreevy news story for everybody. Now, there are a lot of quotes in it. All right? I want you to not just read it, but emphasize the quotes. Get into the story. As if you tell the story. The key... To radio is being a good storyteller. As you heard in the first hour of this, you, it was like you were there in the room with me. I need you to be McGreevy in this mm-hmm. next break. All right? Can you do that, Napier? All right. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Trevor and Coco, you're in the Hideout. What's up, Trevor? Hey, how's it going, guys? What you got, buddy? Hey, uh, a couple things real quick. First, uh, my favorite drink when I was a kid, that McDonald's orange drink you used to get oh, yeah. practices. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember and, the McDonald's orange drink. What is that? It was orange drink. It was uh, kind of... They used to get the big jug. And it was a high C type cup. thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I don't even remember that one. It was delicious. Yeah. I still have it, I think. Hmm. Okay. And, and, and speaking of that, when I get out of sports practice... Uh, I walked by the girls' locker room when I was a freshman and had to go in and rub one out. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, the, the, the point why I was talking is I'm now 37 years old. You're talking about going out and not going out when you're getting older. I'm now dating a girl who's 20 years old. Oh. And we can't go out. 
you know, because we can't get in. And I am so looking forward to when she turns 21. Kind of living through her. go out and party again. It's like it's revitalizing my youth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then part of that, too, you're going to get so... Burned out. You're going to get burned out really fast. You're not going to have quite the stamina that she has. For partying. And it's going to break you guys up. My, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Trevor, but I guarantee, unless you're some sort of superhuman... Drinker, you know, drinker, oh. partier. That's we've been together for two years, and I, I was a big party. I love it. We, 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 we party at home with friends and stuff like that. Right? Uh-huh. We just we just can't go out the clubs. Though, How did you hook up with an eighteen-year-old? I, I worked with her. MySpace. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, it just we, we just clicked. You know what I mean? All right, nice. Hey, thanks, Trevor. Good for you. Hey, thanks for thanks for, thanks for taking my call. All right. Later, bro. All right, first there's some wrong with that situation. No, I think there's everything right with it. And then secondly, too, you know what I mean. This guy's enjoying it now, and she mm-hmm. can't go out. He, she, it, even partly, he may be able to get her the drinks and everything. Mm-hmm. But when you're 28, trying to go out with someone who's just turning 21, there's no way you can keep up with the partying, much less if you're 37 to 21. I think he'll make it six months. He'll keep up six months, and then he'll crash. Because remember when you were 21 years old? Every and night. 20. It, all the way up to 24, almost 25, mm-hmm. you can drink like, benders five nights a week. You and, won't wake up with a hangover. And you're A-okay. You could do your work in the morning. You have to get super S-faced for that not to happen. But when you're 30, the recovery time is way longer. Are you Come on now. You, you guys out there know that. Yes, yeah, Elaine. I think now is the perfect time for him to go out. He can't, I mean, he could use that as an excuse. He can't bring his girl with him. He could just go out and check things out and make sure that uh, this is what he wants to be stuck with when she turns 21. I don't know, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't take it to that level. I say by the end of the year, they're not together. Well, you know, God bless him. I, I say stick with it as long as you can. You aren't going to get another youngin. Yeah, oh, no, you definitely ride it as far as you can, as you can go. But you will crash six months into the partying. We're just not built for it anymore. Mm-mm. Unless you're taking some sort of human growth hormone, and I don't know if that allows you to drink a little bit more. By the way, so I went down to Naples this weekend real fast, and we'll get to the McGreevy thing. I went down to Naples real fast, and I saw this old guy who was ripped. Really? I mean, he had a he had an action figure's body. Did it look odd? It was weird. Yeah, it doesn't, because we're used to seeing our grandpas and all that. With, like, the saggy skin. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing looks like it fits anymore. You're just wearing, like, a shell of your old self. But this dude was jacked. And I'm like, and you have to know, because you even heard, you heard that whole, th- like, thing of mm-hmm. they take the human growth hormone, you're able to work out better, you got your, you're keeping your body together. I'm thinking, that guy as an old man looks better than I ever have before. It's a little discouraging, isn't it? Well, I've I, seen a I, few of those where I'm just like, damn it, how does he do it? But here's the thing. Here's the difference. Guys that old who aren't on any sort of enhancer mm-hmm. still are saggy. Yeah. This guy wasn't. He had old man skin. He has a Bowflex, Bowflex body. Yes, on yeah. a Bowflex body. It was real weird. That damn volleyball player. That always J- makes me jealous. James in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey, you doing, guys? All right, yep. dope. Hey, listen, I just wanted to make a quick comment about that dude who called up about that 18-year-old man. That, you know, you... If he thinks it's all fun and, and everything now, he sounds like a nice guy and he sounds like he's really into her. But I think you guys are right. He needs to understand this is only going to go on for a little bit. 
You know, once you turn to a certain age, that's it. It's a whole other ball game after that, man. It is. It opens up these chicks to go from 20 to 21 to a whole other world that they mm-hmm. haven't experienced. Right. All of a sudden, they're out, they're partying, they're able to get drinks whenever they want to. They're not having to depend on the older guy. Then they're seeing younger guys who may be into them, and they're thinking, right. oh, wow, what's it going to be like with a guy who doesn't have great pubes? And it's <laughs> like, and it's this whole other thing that goes on. You know what I mean? Back in the day, man, back, back when it was fun. Oh, I met this 18, 19-year-old, man. You know, you should see her. She's hot, la, 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 la. Once he hit that 21, man, they see the other thing out there, that's it. He needs to understand it. That's it. Just, and, but ride it, dude. your own age. Have fun. Well, no, 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 not yet. I think you roll with it and have fun. Just know that it's not something that's going to last. Yeah, there's a lot of things out of your control when you get older. And you just have to come to grips with it. Somehow that didn't happen for Matt, though. Matt Albert goes from 20 to 21. Life doesn't change. No, he just sits inside, steady as a rock. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. He was probably able to get into the bars with the gray hair. Mm-hmm. Big guy, gray hair. Who's even going to card him nowadays? I mean, we went to a couple of uh, gigs back in D.C., and he would just walk in. Underage, <laughs> not a problem. No, I mean, some big black guy with gray hair, you aren't going to think that. You're going to think he's a janitor. Yeah, or a jazz singer. I'm here for the bouncer position. I forgot my trumpet. <laughs> John and Leesburg, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Actually, i got two points to make. One is that um, I'm kind of the anomaly to that, or my situation is I picked up this chick when she was 18 and I was 28. Mm-hmm. We've been dating for 10 years, and we're actually going to get married this weekend. And secondly, i got a friend of mine. He's never in any serious relationships. The guy's 42 years old. He parties like a rock star millionaire out every other night till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, goes to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, works all day, very professional person, just bangs everything that moves, and just all out everywhere in Orlando all the time. Some people can handle it. (laughs) It sounds to me you know Bo Rhodes. You know what? I take back everything I said because Bo Rhodes... Is the exception to the rule. Now, there are always exceptions to the rule, mind you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. That guy can handle any kind of party and you throw at him. But you look at this room. Look at the room, for the most part. The majority of us here could not stay out late if we were be- if we were drinkers. Mm-mm. I think the only one who can still do it at a decent rate is Chunks. Yeah. Chunks has no problem doing it. But he's been drinking since he was like 12 mm-hmm. with his Bacardi and diets. <laughs> Just putting it in his Happy Meal. I don't want the extra calories. Make it a diet, please. Yeah. Like that matters. For some reason, that kid has something in his sugar. Sugar should be his best friend. Mm -hmm. He's seen his sister. That, too. I'm telling you, getting involved with the younger ones, man. I mean, my chick is about to turn... Well, I'm not guessing what I'm going to say. She probably won't know. 44. Yeah, I don't care. (laughs) She's a few years younger than me. Mm Mm-hmm. Go to the beach this weekend. We're running out on the pier. She's ready to go hop in. I'm like, oh, can I sit here and read the Da Vinci Code? That's not because you can't handle it. It's just because you hate the water, as do I. But anything else. Let's go walk around the mall. Uh, let's just go ahead and get your gift. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here it is. Here's Radio Shack. Happy birthday. <laughs> you don't I have to wait until Wednesday, gift do you? Certificate. Right. Ladies first in the hideout. Heather, you're on Real Radio 104.1. What's up, Heather? Oh, not a whole lot. Um, I was just listening to what you're having to say, and my husband and I met, well, I was 19 and he was 33 when we met, and I won't say exactly how old I am now, but... Um... Didn't that, was this back before World War II, or... <laughs> how, how old is he now? 
He's 52. Now we got to figure out how old you are. So it's perfect. It's 19 years, 38. Uh, It's all right, though. Uh, So you guys were, he was a whole younger thing, or you were younger then. And how did it hold together, Heather? Um, May 26th will be 16 years. Wow. Now, tell me, why why would you feel the need to go that much older when you were that young? 14, because I want you to think about this, okay? He was entering high school when you were coming through the birth canal. Isn't yes, that, right. Isn't that a bit creepy? It is a bit creepy, but I I don't I don't know. Um, my sisters are older than I am, so I just have always they're seven and eight years older than me, so mm-hmm. I've always just liked people and hung out with people Ugh. who are older than I yeah. was. So, but it, it was a bit creepy, and my father didn't like it much either at the time. Wait, was he your first? Um, no. Ah. How many guys? Your father? Um, no, not a father. Oh. How many guys before then? When did you lose your virginity, Heather? Um, I don't really want to go there. Oh, come just on, go. Just around about age. No one knows who you are. It's the hideout. Heather's um, probably not even your real name. Eighteen. How? Eighteen? Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's, why that's, are you so? No, I'm. I'm not buying it. If it was eighteen, why would? Why wouldn't you want to say eighteen? Maybe well, she was ashamed. I, mean, I just didn't want to, but about eighteen. Some women are not uh, real open with that, Dubs. Mm. Hey, thank you, Heather. Appreciate it, uh, sweetie. I'm staying months. I'm a lonely nerd. Putin. How old was he? Wasn't he like 20 or 21 and his girlfriend was like 31 or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. Youngest you'll date, Dubs, now at this age. 18. What the? That was fast. Is well, that one because the way, that's the way the laws allow? Yes. I'm talking like serious, not bang. No. But uh, date. If there was... You would date an 18-year-old Why chick. Why not? How old are you again? 25. You're only 25? Mm-hmm. Damn, you look old. <laughs> I know. I'm starting with the gray hair, too. All right, so right, 18's not so... Ah, wow. 18, huh? I agree. Yeah. 17. Absinthe Comey, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, dude? Hey. Uh, you... Well, I was just saying, my girlfriend and I are uh, five years apart, so I was wondering, what's a what's a good age difference? All right, I think it depends on the age. All right, how old are you, Absinthe Coma? I'm 23. My girlfriend's 18. Mm, man, that's. I say that's fine. You think so? Yeah. I've been I've been wondering about that. Uh, is she still uh, in high school? No, no, no. She's in college. Why does that matter? Yeah. Eighteen in high school it doesn't matter. I'm just See? I'm just I'm thinking, thinking like life experiences. Well, I'm, true. <laughs> right. All right. So what's a good age difference? I right, think absinthe coma four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. All right. C Lane is a bit younger. I'm not sure how old he is, but C Lane, what's the max you would go? The maximum I would go? Mm-hmm. Forty. Forty the highest. No, no, no. Their age, not waste. <laughs> now <laughs> I would hit a chick who was forty. How low would you go? Eighteen. Oh, you'd have to go eighteen. Yeah. A girl with a forty inch waist. Now let me go here to Matt, it doesn't really matter for you. I'm talking like legitimately dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're oh. not banging, but this is a girl you're going out with. Uh, I would say 25, 26 at the most Here's for the dating. Absolutely. Here's most. the thing, though. Here's the funny thing about this, ceiling. You, you're not getting anyone between your age and 25, 26. You have to go up to 40. You need to, you need to get the chicks who are into babies. Like honestly, into baby. Yeah, dudes. The, the whole diaper thing. You need to get a chick 32 and older. Get a bonnet. Ooh! Guess he liked that. 
All right, what's your max, Tommy? Um, 30, 29 or 30. Lowest? 18. You, d- I can't believe you'd have the patience for an 18-year-old. However, you like drama. Mm-hmm. No, no, not anymore. I did date one... Uh... I, I feel like I don't even know him, because all of us, I'll say something about him. No, not anymore. Yeah, he's changed. I, He's not someone who I think gets away from drama, though. No, no. He's... I still think you very much thrive in having drama around And here's you. the thing. When him and the whole Napier thing is going on, he couldn't stop talking about it. Oh, he loves he, it. He was into it. He likes... It's okay, dude. You're a drama queen. I'm a drama queen. Whatever. Hmm. Let's embrace it. Yeah. I did date an 18-year-old uh, two years ago, though. Did you? Yeah, it, it was. When we, you were still around us and we didn't know about it? You knew about it. Was that the porno Dan friend? Yeah, we didn't oh, get specific. Okay. I didn't know she was 18. Me neither. Yeah. And she did wow. that thing to you in the parking lot and what? she was 18? Damn. Time man. for a break. <laughs> when did he get that specific? Although one thing I did, <laughs> sorry, I just remembered that's what I remembered about You running late for work. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, actually. That's how we found out. At that mall in Bethesda. No, we found out because Porno Dan's drunk girlfriend called us the next day and said something about well, it. Well, no, yeah, we found out. You, you said there was traffic, and we're like, oh, there it's, was it, traffic, it's 11 o'clock at night. That's kind of odd. In her and mouth. Then, and then the next day, <laughs> uh, she calls up and tells us the real reason why you were late. No, no, can't talk lot. right now. Yeah, can't talk right now. Uh, Bessie and Kissimmee are in the hide on the road radio. Ladies first. What's up, Bessie? Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. Um, I was just going to say, when my husband and I met, he was 22 and I was 32, mm-hmm. and uh, we're 27 and 37 now, and we still argue over who gets to drink and who has to drive. All right, well, that's cool. You guys are responsible. Now, was it, did you, because this is an interesting thing right now, um, you were 32, you found yourself a 22-year-old dude. Was that because of the whole sexual peak thing? No, not necessarily. He just chased me enough until I finally said I'd go out with him. All right, and then, then you just decided to marry him, huh? Yeah. Do you like being well, married? Four years later. Do you like being married to the younger guy or no? Yeah, and it's like everybody has a problem with the ten year difference, but we really don't pay that much attention to it. It's kind of like I needed somebody that would keep up with me, and it so happened it was a younger guy. Now that's about to say though, I could imagine maybe his parents were a little freaked out because, you know, I guess he got married. You guys, were, he was twenty three or thirty three or so. Uh, it was uh, two years ago. All right, so, so twenty five and thirty five. Okay. Uh, that's not so bad then. I think once you hit 25, you can kind of go up as high as you want to. I think. But, but the whole. Uh... And on the flip side, I can't imagine being 28 and dating him at 18. I don't think that would have worked. No, probably not. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I thank you, best. Appreciate it. Living in two completely different worlds at that point. By the point, by the time he's there dating, he was almost out of college, ready to start uh, actual life. Right. I bet she's hot in bed. I don't know why. I could just hear it in her voice. You know what I mean? Hot like sweaty or hot like good? No, like good. Okay. Like she wants to work it. I go the other way. Flop sweat. Kill Joy in Orlando. You're one to talk. You're in the hideout. <laughs> You're just sitting there sweating. It's cool in here. What's up, Kill Joy? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, just to let you know, man, I'm 29. I'm going to a 20-year-old. is like the best thing going on right now. Why? Because it's like she's like a bolt of energy, man. She's like having an energy drink. She's... Oh, uh huh. See, I never thought of it like that. I always figured it'd make me tired. Mm-hmm. I can't keep up with you. Go away. I'm tired. It's like a motivation just to gotta keep up with her. I keep up with her. See, that seems like a job within Thank, itself. Thanks, Killjoy. You're right. So hide out. Real Radio 104.1.
next to two of them, my favorite band. Talking age-appropriate dating on a Monday. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. O-Rage says when he was 18, he was not only banging a 42-year-old, he was living with her. Ouch. That was awesome, but now he's 46, married to a 36-year-old. Says he gets so much sex, he can't believe he's alive. <laughs> he really did kind of work it out pretty well in the... Like in the planning stage of it. Mm-hmm. It's funny to look at someone like a Matt Albert who just can't even contribute. <laughs> not even like to the to conversation. Anything. I mean, not even to the point where he could even talk about what it's like to have a date. I'm a virgin. I don't know what it's going to feel like. I've given up on feeling bad for him. Why? Because it's just all his own fault. It's not anybody else's fault but his own. On so many different levels. Attitude, uh, looks, uh, not wanting to go out, everything. It's all his fault. That's that's one thing I've always thought. You know, he has plenty of chances. You live right next to uh, quite a few things that have people there. I mean, you could drive. Walking, yeah, you could walk. Walking distance to go meet people who serve wings or play video games or at a bar and just want to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Just going and hang. Imagine just going some, to a bar, sitting down alone and just having a drink. And just I've some done of, it many times. Some of the people you just meet. It, you do. You actually meet a lot of people. You just sit there and talk. Even, I never went there like alone looking for a date or something. But for some reason, when you're alone sitting there just having a couple beers, people come up and talk to you. Yeah, they want to just hang out. There's people just like you there. That's why I can't believe, you know, they're just not leaving. David and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, David? Yeah, man, when I was 17, I was dating this girl, and I used to tell her all the time, I want to bang your mom. <laughs> and so, like, a year later, I'm in college, and she calls me one night in my dorm room. She's like, hey, you remember how you say you want to bang my mom? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, her and my dad just got divorced. Why don't you come to her house? So I drove the hour that it was from Murfreesboro to Nashville, Tennessee, and, uh, Go out with her Cut mom. that bitch off. Didn't happen. And if it did happen, I don't want to hear about it. Who? What ex-girlfriend says, <laughs> "Hey, come bang my mom"? They just broke up. Yeah, my who, mom and dad just broke up. Who has any, that much disrespect for their own family? Well, I guess a chick who would call and say, "Hey, come bang my mom." Uh, Pete, didn't happen. Pete and Lakeland, you're in the hideout. What's up, Pete? Go ahead. Check this out. I've been on both sides of this road. Uh, my ex from a year ago was 40, and I was 28. Mm-hmm. And my fiance now is 24, and I'm 29. And I got to tell you, the younger one is the way to go. J Dubs, I think you agree with me. When when you're an older man, you got that mind control. You know yes. what I'm saying? That's why. That's what I've been saying this whole time. I have <laughs> mind control over these bitches. All right, Dubs was telling me this during the commercial break. What were you telling me? Why it was well, advan- <clears throat> advantageous to get them at 18? Yeah, I I don't think you go for the 21 year old. I I say you go get the 18 year old. You have three years to train them that going out sucks. You can train them into wanting to just stay in all the time and have sex and uh, not talk. Train them into all that. Mike, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? What's up, 
What's up, Hefe? What you got, dude? All right, check this out. My wife, when I met her, she's now 21, and mm-hmm. I'll be turning 34. And when I first met her, she was 18, just out of fresh out of high school when I was 30. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Did, did are, we, you, are you willing call to? Call us back in 10 years. Yeah, are you willing it's to? Like 12 years. It's like 12 and a half years. It seems, uh, there's almost a, there's something about the twinge in his voice that makes it sound even dirtier. Yeah, hefe. That was Kevin Federline's brother. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, though, Matt? You understand what I'm saying when I'm saying it's your own fault for being a 21-year-old virgin? Can, do you take the responsibility and not put it on the women that it's really your fault? Because there are girls out there who would bang you. You, you just, just don't seek them? I blame it all on them. Uh, Please I tell tried. me you're kidding. I try. How do you how try? Do you try? I, I talk to them. Where? Uh, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I go out there. <laughs> all right, I hate you. Now you're bitten. All right, whatever. Matt, what's the real reason? I like little boys. And little girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> I clarified it. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's... Ceiling, why are you a virgin? You at least go out. You go out, you meet people, you're not hideous. Being yeah. a musician, you don't meet many chicks that throw themselves <laughs> at you. That's true, especially chicks, you know, chicks never like sing-alongs. No. Right. Why are you a virgin? Not sure, man. What have is tried? it? I, like, have, I have tried. Do you, uh, you had a chick up here. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. The, just uh, my friend. Just Friday my friend. Nights. Just my friend. Is that your buddy's chick? Yes, that's my buddy's chick. That's where I thought I knew yeah. her from. And how long is he gone? Uh, he's actually back right now, and he'll be leaving, I think, in a couple weeks for, for, like, for like nine months. Now, would he mind if you were uh, standing? Are you going to be a Jody? <laughs> no. You're not going to take care of it? No. You know she's going to be taken care of. That girl ain't going to go nine months without getting any. I saw her putting her head on his shoulder a bunch. Yeah. She wants you, dude. I think she's waiting for your buddy to go out of town. Could be. To go do his duty. Take and then you can do your duty right on her. You were talking big during the commercial. Though. I had to dump that. Damn it. <laughs> Come Gotta <on>. try. <laughs> you didn't. That's the problem. You didn't even try. There was no veiling there. There was oh, nothing. It was just there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add some words around the word duty. and <laughs> There it is. It's not trying. God. So you don't know why you're a virgin? Not really. Are you just not a closer? Yeah, Probably. I bet. Do you get a lot of numbers? Yes. Yeah, you just can't close it. How many numbers do you think you have in, like, your phone or something like that? He's a friend guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all, that's another big thing. I think even if a girl was interested, he just puts off the vibe like, hey, hey I'm just a big guy. I just want to be friends with everyone. And cool. You're yeah. fun to be around. I mean, you know, whatever. I can see that. Yeah, Bader's so, right. That happens all the time. He's very uncomfortable right now, too, by his body language. Yeah. Why? Because you don't like being talk, like talking about your virginity? or No, because I don't really have a good answer for why or for why I'm still a virgin. Other than the fact that you're stuck in the friend zone. Right. I think he puts himself in the friend zone, though. Not by choice. I think I think if I a girl was interested, you would still give off that vibe. If, that, if your buddy's hot chick friend is putting her head on your shoulders... Move it down to your lap. Why don't you cup, cup a breast, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's she going to do to you? Is she going to slap you? Or is she going to say, hey, give me two weeks? <laughs> I'll be gone. I'll break that dough body in. <laughs> 
But let us film it. We can make a lot of money off the, on the internet with it. Yeah, we'll on the podcast. Me. I wonder if a virginsplea.com is still available and if we could just put it up for these two asses. How the hell do we have... We, they congregate to us, man! We always got virgins around this show. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we got Bateman. I guess because we're polar opposites. Because mm-hmm. we're poon hounds. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole yin and the yang. Between Chunks, C-Lane, and Matt? Pimp Daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even understand how you guys are... How are you... Right, hold on. Here's the thing. How are they, like, not plotting? Like, every single thought in my mind would be uh, I, about getting ass. I would have a whole notebook on how I'm going to do it. When I was in high school... And I was dating the chick who turned out to be a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Softball team, shocker. Every day that we dated, like at least seven, eight times a day, I was thinking of how I was going to get it and finally lose my virginity and take hers. Like just different ideas about trips that we could take or something that I could buy or how we could get a loan. <laughs> Did you- and that's the other thing, too, that pisses. It's not even like you're like living with parents or something. If you need me to leave, Matt, I'll leave so you can get some. We with, tried that with jailbait. With you and your uh, lesbo ex-girlfriend, did you ever, like, plot and try anything? Yes. I, I know you plotted, but did you ever try it? Did you ever uh, like, implement your plan? I, I Sure, I tried a few things. What, what was the worst one that just, you after you did it, you figured, oh, oh this bombed miserably? I got a story. Oh, this one's just... <laughs> You want to hear something real cringe and awful? I don't yeah. think I've told any of you guys about. No, I haven't heard this. I know that much. It involves tears. I'll tell you it next in nice. the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, it's Monday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. C-Lane, I was talking to C-Lane. We are talking about why these boys are still virgin. C-Lane, mm-hmm. Matt Albert. Do they have too high of standards? I don't Matt know. does. I yeah. I think my, Matt's problem is his standards too high, considering he doesn't meet any chicks. Mm-hmm. So every chick so far hasn't been good enough because he's met so few. Such a f- small percent. And then the couple that he would like to bang, well, they're not going to bang him. But again, he's met such a very small number. Mm-hmm. For C Lane, he's completely non-threatening yeah (laughs) and that's the issue he doesn't exude any sort of sexuality no danger no uh excitement he's gonna sing to you get you into (laughs) cool places and laugh and listen shake your hand that big green giant laugh of his right but you're not gonna bang anybody (laughs) you know what i mean like I, i think a girl figures if it were sex with you it would be I don't know, like a... Like a Care Bear? Like a... <laughs> yeah, a plushie. Care Bear. Rainbows shooting everywhere. Second, <laughs> second grade art class, like Play-Doh-y, you know what I mean? Just something like that. And cuddles afterwards. Oh, I'm sure he loved the cuddling. I'm sure that chick, the hot chick you brought in Friday night, who's your, your buddy's chick, who likes the show and is about to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Who's probably listening. Yeah. Yeah. I bet she would love to bang him and then cuddle with you. Yes. <laughs> you seem like the per- like you'd you'd be perfect at a cuddle party because they have those. 
where guys and girls just meet up to cuddle. You guys can cuddle in the Green Valley. You know what I mean? I think... Oh, oh, oh. In peas and carrots. So... So I'm going to hit tonight. I don't know why. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about one of the most, like, mm-hmm. ways... Because I, th- I talked about if I were these two asses... I would try to plot, like, yeah. everything in my life would be revolving around having sex. Plotting and planning how and, you're going to get it. And I talked about how with the ch- the lesbian girl I was with, she mm-hmm. didn't know she was a lesbian at the time, even though her mom was a lesbian and her girlfriend looked like Tony Kukoc. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. She could go to her left real easy. Mm-hmm. So anyway... <laughs> He was left-handed. So anyway, so one of the stupidest things that I ever tried to do, because again, I'm plotting and planning. Well, I lived with my buddy Mm Erod in a nice two-story house in Grand Prairie, Texas. And it was Thanksgiving break. Well, they wouldn't let me stay at the house on Thanksgiving. What? uh, Erod? Yeah. uh, Erod's family? Because they would leave. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go find somewhere else to stay, too. Oh. So I'd have to go stay with, like, other family that was in town at that time. What a nightmare. Why would they do that to you? Because they didn't want me being home alone. Jesus. Exactly. So anyway, I called the chick, and I'm like, hey, before they kicked me out of the house, I left, I was on the second story, right above the porch, mm-hmm. which had a roof on it. <laughs> this is so awful. I go, I left my windows unlocked so I can sneak into the house and we can hang out together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, okay. All right, sure. And it, she was one of those virgins that was always trying to find an excuse why to not get a, be alone. You know what yeah. I mean? But she always like talked about wanting to do it. Oh, what a tease. Uh, yeah. Oh, please. So anyway, I go... I go to Erod's place. It was like the day before Thanksgiving or maybe that Friday after. Mm-hmm. And I break in to the house. I had to climb the roof. I had to get onto the roof. And I broke one of like the potted like pots and plants. Oh. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, Christ, this is really bad news. And then I didn't think about the screen being <laughs> locked. I unlocked the window, but not the screen. Well, dude, I'm thinking this is the night I'm losing my virginity. I'm taking hers, and she had a J-Lo ass. Screen's not getting in my way. Yeah. So I ripped the screen off. (laughs) And then I I open the window. Alarm starts going off. I go down. I deactivate the alarm. Okay? Mm -hmm. I know for a fact I am so screwed when they get home. Like, they're going to be able to tell. In which, by the way, they did. They could yeah. tell. I told them, I told them I had an assignment that was due. It, mind you, Thanksgiving break. But I told them I had an assignment that was due that I had to break in and get, otherwise I was going to fail. And somehow it managed to get me by. So I get her in. I sneak her in and we go up to my my bedroom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I put on some music. What music? Uh, probably the boomerang, Boys to Men. boomerang soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, probably with Boys to Men on there. So we're in there, and I'm thinking, this is it, dude. I got a couple of Jimmy hats, 
Because it is the 90s. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I am going to lose my virginity. So we get going. Now, here's the other... This is our song. Now, here's the other funny thing about it, too. I always thought with porn, because I learned everything sexually that I know via pornography... Yeah, yeah, and you're a virgin, so you had nothing else to go off of. I always thought if you always did things to her with your mouth... Mm-hmm. You were guaranteed to get laid because that was the progression. Yeah, I mean, a that... lot of time, girl uses her mouth, guy uses his, then they have sex, which I never understand. It should be girl, uh, guy goes to girl, girl goes to guy, and then sex. Yeah, that's I... that's my progression. It varies. So anyway, <laughs> so funny you play this song. This is. This was probably on this CD. <laughs> so <laughs> I begin to start to do things. All right? And she starts bawling. Why? I mean, she's nude there, great body. <laughs> and she starts bawling. That's the go sign to me. <laughs> That's uh She's waving me home. <laughs> to remind you of your first time, like, six crying. All right, now, hold up. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. Now, I'm not, we're not having sex, but I'm doing things to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself. This ain't stopping me. Do I ignore the sobbing? <laughs> do I pretend like I can't hear it because the music is so loud? <laughs> and do I keep going? <laughs> and I finally, it started, she was like... Really crying. I'm like, oh Christ, I can't get you know, I'm not gonna be able to. So I, I, you know, I begin to, I'm like, kind of hug her or whatever. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> you know, what's going on? What did she say? Uh, <laughs> apparently. So odd. I feel bad. No one's ever going to know who she is. It doesn't mm. matter. Apparently, her cousin had done that to her oh, and like no. molested her. Oh. And it took her back to her bad place. Yes! That is so hot. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and I think at that time, I'm thinking to myself, Oh, man, what bag of worms did I open here? Well, at least she wasn't a virgin. Well, no, I mean, she hadn't had sex, but, like, that act. Did you ever find out the cousin's story, like, how old he was? Or? No, I never really probed it. No, you, you can't really. <laughs> well, that, that either. Yeah, either way. But you really can't go there, you know? You can't ask specifics. She's already laying there crying because you played bad cousin with her. Yeah, that's and I'm like, which is ironic because she ended up being a lesbian, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But, along with other things, but... But that... Could also be why she hated guys. Exactly. I mean, it was a guy doing it to her. And then the CD has the end here... I'm just like. And then, how awkward was it getting dressed again? I'm like, I'll, uh, I'll be downstairs. <laughs> Want to put clothes on him? 
and go bowling. <laughs> Where the napkins? Oh, you guys still hung out afterwards. I would have took her right home. I, I couldn't handle it any longer. Oh, I had to sit there and be the boyfriend and not listen to the story, because of course I wanted to hear it, mm-hmm. but just watch her cry. <laughs> I wasted so much time with that chick, dude. That was back when I was hot and I looked like Josh Hartnick. There's right, so right, many right. chicks who wanted me. Hold on. I got a picture of you back then. There's so many chicks who wanted it, and I wasted it with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hi, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. You got to forgive me if I'm not all into it tonight, considering uh, I got abused this afternoon. I'm trying to weather through it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Tommy says he has a comparable story. Yeah? That happened to him about what I just told about me trying to lose my virginity with my girlfriend in high school and her busting out crying before we even got close, really. Sounded like you were telling my story, except the breaking in part. I was, uh, I was like 14, and I was dating this girl, and we were friends with this guy who was a uh, senior in high school. And it was his prom, so he rented a hotel. Somehow he got around the system, and they thought he was 21, so he could rent a hotel room. And um, I wish people would stop listening to this. Um, and like, so basically, that was going to be the night where everything happened. And your like your night for you to lose yours and no, her to lose hers. Her, I don't know if she was a virgin or not. I know I wasn't at this point. At 14? Yeah. God. Oh. <laughs> It was close to the end of the year, so whatever. Um, <laughs> that makes it better. So we start, like, doing stuff or whatever, and then she just starts crying. And I was just like, hmm, okay, this is uh, this is fun. And and the, the horrible thing was we were listening to the Wayne's World soundtrack. Oh, God. <laughs> it was just this one song by Tia Carrera that played over and over and over. It was on loop. I think that's why what ruined. You wanna break my heart? Yeah, that's that's the oh, one. Oh, why you wanna break my heart? With the now, snake around her neck. Was her was her <laughs> waterfall? Was her reason the same as the my chick at the time? The reason that she had been abused? No, I don't. Not that I know of. She was just like, I don't need a kid right now, and blah blah <laughs> blah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It sounds like she was making an excuse. I don't know. Whatever. Screw her, slut. So, all right, that's how you go. All right, Matt, tell yours. What story? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I, I've never been with a chick that cried, except for when I try to go backwards. And Like I, me today? Now I completely <laughs> see her pain, and you're an awful person. Damn you. And I just lined it up. I'm just going <laughs> to give her a hug next time I see her. All right, so the point of all this, C-Lane, mm-hmm. Matt. Yeah. For you two virgins to begin plotting on how you're going to lose your virginity. Let me ask you, what are you going to do tonight to try to lose your virginity? Watch porn. That's not good. He's I, up to, what, 10 gigs now? Maybe. I, I, I honestly counted. think you need to throw it out. No. I think you need to throw it out. It's too much work. No. I think you need to throw it out, bro, and meet somebody. Meet some actual people. A lot of chicks are intimidated by the virgin because they think I want to get into a relationship. Don't tell them you're a virgin. Yeah, I know well, this kind of hurts because uh, you keep the... repeating it every I... time I'm around I... virgin, a chick. Virgin, 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 virgin. I know you're on the radio, but play it off. 
I will lie and say you're not so that you can have sex. I, you have seen me lie and say I'm not a virgin. It's a bit. <laughs> and, and it doesn't work. So does Hefe ruin the bit or? No, he just doesn't say anything about it being a bit. He just, just kind of ignores it. It's not on me. Giggles to himself. It's not on me. Sea <laughs> Lane, what yes. about you, dude? What are you going to do tonight to lose your virginity? I'm going out tonight, man. You can get a number? Sure. Are you going to close on the number? I'm going to try. Why don't you say, hey, here's the thing. I don't want your number. Do you know what the best part of this whole uh, conversation is? I want you tonight. It started with the McGreevy gay thing. <laughs> we never even got to it. I know, but we brought it up and we got somehow into these guys' uh, non-sexual conquests. Because McGreevy can I, score in a... In a uh, look at that creepy ne- bastard next to you, Matt. Ugh. Little beast on lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Napier. Mm. Napier, when did you lose your virginity? I was 17. And her name? How many drugs did it take? The price? Nicole, I think. You don't even remember. Shut up. You're a virgin. Here's no, I'm not. He's a virgin. <laughs> I, I tell you why. Everyone remembers the name of their first. Virgin, 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 virgin. Ha, loser. <laughs> Nicole, I think. Um, How many girls you had sex with, Napier? Three. How do you not remember the first one? It just took me a minute to think of it. Give me the names of the three. Um, Nicole, oh. Emily, and... What the hell's her name? <laughs> Black chicks? No. Latin girls? One was. Italian? No. Okay, why do you keep looking to the sky like her name is going to be written on the <laughs> ceiling, you moron? I don't know. <laughs> Alright, what was the third one's name? When was the last time you had sex? Actually, about a month ago. With who? The nameless one? Yeah. <laughs> He's such a liar. He's such a liar. We They're have three virgins. We have three virgins here in the hideout. What, C-Lane? Okay, see, I used to be just like him. I used to be all insecure about it. Now I'm just like, yeah, I don't get laid. But uh, Do you know he's a virgin? Make up names. Uh, I have never talked with him about this. So uh, he has never confirmed nor denied it. Do I think he is? How old are you over there, Napier? 20. Oh, you're a virgin. You're a 20-year-old virgin. Look at that smile. Look at him. Just looking <laughs> down all uncomfortably. It's just weird, man. What do you mean Whoa, it's weird? weird. Well, ev- the way everyone's talking about it, it's making me uncomfortable, you know? No. no. We're doing a radio show. We talk Your about these things. makes me uncomfortable. We're here in the hideout. <laughs> that smile of yours. Can you imagine that on top of you if you were a chick just looking at that creepy that, Joker smile? That Doug face. The clown grin. Doug face. <laughs> Quail man. I mean, some patty mayonnaise over there. <laughs> Three people get that. No, that was, they had a movie out of that cartoon. Which one? Oh. Doug. Ugh. So, Napier. <laughs> You haven't lost your virginity yet, huh? Yes, I have. <laughs> no, he hasn't. No, I haven't. I lost it at a beach right, show. Yes, man, he just wait. said, he just said, no, I, I haven't. You're, you're huh? confusing me. Are you that retarded that I just confused you by by keep staying on the same side? I didn't try to switch sides. I don't really sides. want to say yes. I did not switch sides. You just confused yourself. <laughs> it happens often. You big dumb virgin, you. <laughs> We got three of them here in the hideout. 
<laughs> God damn it. You notice the day that he said he wasn't a virgin? It was when KT was here. Her pictures are up, by the way. Oh, they are. Oh, I never even saw what this chick looked like. Yeah, Soft finally sent them today. Sea Lane in Orlando, you're in the I'm mean, sorry, John <laughs> in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey, nothing much, guys. I don't know how C-Lake loses virginity. All he has to do is tell his girls that he's related to John Candy. John Candy, yes. <laughs> he does look like a younger lumberjack is, like John Candy. Is that what the C stands for? Oh, is Candy that... Lane. <laughs> I know. Real Radio 104.1. All right, it is a Monday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 1041 And Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Thomas in Kentucky here in the hideout. What's up, Thomas? Hey, guys. I know that Napier is not a virgin... I saw that? him having sex with a cow. All right, so there you go, Napes. That's why you couldn't remember the third name. It was Bessie. Loser. Big hands. <laughs> What's up, baby? Less than big hands in the hideout. What's going on on this Monday night? What's happening, man? I hate to go off topic, which I'll talk about, which is a great topic, mind you. But <laughs> Thank I'm, looking you. For, I'm looking for some help, man. I'm, uh, I need the hideout help. Okay. I need y'all to come up with the most unique way I can quit my job. Ooh. All right, now, do you want to say what your job is? You don't have to say where, but what it is you do, Big Hands? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I have finished my internship in Uh, Baker. You're breaking up, Big Hands. Can you repeat that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a baker. A baker. You quit the externship? I mean, the externship's done? Yeah, man. uh, I graduated, and uh, I got an A. Oh, nice. Congratulations to uh, Big Hands, bitch. Thank you, baby. All right, Big Hands. Best, most creative way to quit your job. Yes, and I, I want to do it Thursday. You want to quit your job <laughs> Thursday, and you want to yeah. do it creative. You want to make yourself uh, remembered around there. Yes, and you're sir. a baker. Real quick, uh, Les, what you should do is stab your boss. No. I, no, 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 no. I, no. I say you throw your putt in the pie. Uh... I don't want to get arrested. Yeah, see, uh. that's part of the problem is that he can't get arrested. Because I'm thinking dropping a deuce uh, in some <laughs> could be a lot of fun, but you can't, like, you don't want to get arrested. That's yeah. that's a big issue there. Yeah. All right, you're a baker. Yeah, all right, you have one, Matt? Make three cheesecakes on Wednesday, bring them here on Thursday, then quit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's creative. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a way for him to... All right. Works for me. What do you... Yeah, I know. What do you uh, what do you not want to do? Is there anything like you're opposed to? Uh, yeah, boundaries. Uh, my boundaries is as long as I don't get arrested. Nice. Damn. All right, I gotta think about this, big hands. Can you give us a moment okay. to think about it? Yeah. Uh, you want me to uh, call you back or, uh, or just listen on? Yeah, listen on and call us back if you hear anything. All right. All right, brother. All right, big hands. Hey. Bye. Two. What do you think? Nice, creative way to quit your job if you're a baker. I'll give out a prize if somebody can come up with something good. Yeah. We got all kinds of stuff to give away. We got tickets to Chappelle. We got Predator tickets. We got um, video games and DVDs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Yeah, Matt. Make a nice layered cake, and with all the fancy writing, just say, F y'all. Those yeah, all written I, I guess you can uh, get in any trouble for that. Y'all. <laughs> 
Yeah, you gotta do it like you know. You gotta be down when you mm-hmm. do it. It's gotta be something since he doesn't have any boundaries other than getting arrested where he has to where he tells his boss off because this is a golden opportunity if he honestly really doesn't care. I don't think I don't think he's real interested in keeping the job either. Well, he's, or like keeping the connection. Yeah, keeping the uh, not burning a bridge. Jessica in Winterhaven, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Jessica? I just wanted to call and say hi. I. I I mostly get to listen to the show on the podcast because I'm a mom and have kids and I don't get to sit and listen to the radio at night. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to say I really enjoy the show, and I think my favorite part, my favorite podcast so far was definitely the Hefe and Chunks Icy Hot Experience. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, sweetie. I appreciate that. Yeah, the podcasting, I'm very proud of these boys. Chunks, Bateman, and Ceiling work very hard, mm. hard on the podcasting. Make sure you sign up for it if you haven't yet. On iTunes, we have five different categories. That one was probably under the stunts. Yeah. And... No, I don't know, but it was. I listened. I put it on for my husband, and we couldn't stop laughing. I can't, I listen to it every day just because it's the funniest thing I've ever. <laughs> well, heard. you're sick. <laughs> yeah. But you really, you really, really need to do something to make Chunks freak out every day because it's really <laughs> hilarious when he starts like hyperventilating. Well, yeah, not according to management, but otherwise, I'd say yes, <laughs> I certainly would. But uh, thank you, Jessica. I do appreciate that very much, sweetie. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Snap that, put it up on the podcast. It's a special thank you to Jessica for calling being nice about it. I love messing with Chunks all the time. You guys are too mean to him. It makes you unlikable. <laughs> no, we're not the unlikable ones. He is. Because he yells a lot. Makes an ass of himself. I don't have any, nothing but kind he, things to say to he, everyone. He's always screaming. Enough of the screaming, Chunks. Management told us. Stop it. Uh, you know what? I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to start torturing you again. <laughs> There's no future in this Napier. He's mm-hmm. an idiot. We can't even have him read a story. He's a virgin. He can't even do a milk gallon challenge right. <laughs> How do you screw that one up? I almost said the F word. <laughs> I almost said the F word. Napier almost caused me to get fined. I say go for it. I, th- I think it's worth it. If we got fired, would we at least be rid of him? Mm-hmm. Napier, whose team are you on? That's right. Give me the <coughs> point. You got mail. My team. Delete. All right, here's some ideas for big hands. Uh, Switch Will, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. I guess that's your name. What's up, dude? Uh, I'm not much, man. Headed out to the social. I was thinking uh, he could make some elaborate thing to tell him off and then throw a handful of glitter all over his face. So he's got to watch it out for the next three or four days make him think about it. All right, Glitter. I wouldn't do glitter. No. I, hate, I still have glitter from uh, the girls who came in. Anti-babe? Yeah, I still got that showing up on me occasionally. Mm-hmm. And There's my... something about that stripper glitter, too. It yeah, gets in well, every crack and crevice of your body. Well, I never notice it. Chick does. Oh, yeah, me too. You got what's, more gl- the, what's the glitter all about? Why do you got more glitter on you? I don't know. I found a nice hooker. <laughs> what's it to you? It's from her eyelashes. <laughs> I hear Jason may, him off. Jason may have a good one for big hands. Jason, right, what do you got? If, it, if it's good, some Chappelle tickets. Ready? All right. Bake stuff in the shape of penis and vagina. Go crazy. All right, here's the thing. All right, not only do you have to bake it, you got to set it out for people to buy. Mm-hmm. And Ex- then... Exactly. And then you have them make love. You have the, the dough <laughs> that they screw each other in right, front of, like, elderly women. All right, Scott, you're going to Chappelle. Hold on, dude. Have fun with that. Good job. 
Give him the Chappelle tickets. Unless we don't have them. I think we do. I thought we have Chappelle tickets. That's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Call back, Big Hands. Let me see if you like that one. I think it's an easy way to go. Yeah, I mean, and you it's... Just leave, um... You just leave them out. Maybe you cut them up into pieces and see how long it, like... Because people always come up and take pieces. Yeah. And they'll take them out of there. If you have toothpicks. Mm-hmm. And see how long it takes... For someone to notice? Like, what it was. Make sure it's on a day that an elementary school is visiting, though. Yeah, of course. You want them to see that. Here we have anatomy class. I would just start screaming at the boss, accusing him of just random things. Like? I don't know, be like, what'd you do to my kid? How dare you? And I, like, throw things and stuff. <laughs> you can't go... And then I, well, I didn't say anything bad. I said, what'd you do to my kid? Could have patted him on the head. <laughs> or ass. Uh, 407-916-14. Tell him to see if we got big hands. I gotta see. Is this you, big hands? No, it's Walt. Hey, what do I gotta do to get Chappelle tickets? <laughs> All right, I want you to Go hold buy them. Yeah, that's a good one. Ticketmaster.com. Big hands. Oh, damn it. Uh, how about you just start coughing on everything? <laughs> <laughs> and screaming something about, uh, Hepsi. <laughs> right. I think it'd be funny too if he was just like baking stuff, like while I was real busy, and just go, yeah, you know, whole, like wiping his snotty nose. Do the whole booger from the Revenge of the Nerds thing. Here, I got to screen these on. Uh, I got to just take these on screen because C Lane's fat head is over there. <laughs> You're on the air. Who is this? This is Jason. Hey, Jason. Right, what do you got? Hold on, Jason. I don't want to talk to you. I'm looking for big hands. Big hands. What's up, baby? Ah, it is him. Nice. Big hands, bitch. All right, what'd you think? Of, what'd you think of that one? What'd you think that of bacon? Great, man. Uh, but I would have to buy a mold. I, I can't freehand a, a vagina. Yes, Why you not? can. Come on, your big hands. You got, you got so got many some big your, hands to make vaginas you, with. You got so many in your memory. Are you telling me you can't sit there and make one out of your memory? Tell your tell your girlfriend to go over there and just bend over and you know just <laughs> use that one for just just sling some dough. That's a nice one. Uh, just some yeah. memory. You know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, actually, my best memory is a uh, is a young girl. All right, see you, big man. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of yourself. Um, yeah, I, big hands. I think that's the one you roll with, dude. I think you man, make one into uh, a a penis. Isn't that hard to and make, make sure, out of a cake? And make sure if you do the uh, the vagina, uh, make it strawberry cake. So when you cut into it, it looks like oh. it's uh, all right. Yeah. That's fine. You know. Uh, I would love if I was like uh, we had like a secret shopper come up there when I make the cake and then I put it out and then I just walk out of there just cussing and calling everybody racist. <laughs> now that's what that's what funny thing you could do so that it doesn't leave you a mark on your permanent record is just go and yeah, throw that throw down that race card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, brother. All right, that right. or you or you could completely throw them off and make make like a burning cross cake. <laughs> It just, it just, I mean, and then, yes. and then run out calling everybody racist, even though you're the one who made it. You know what I mean? Run, What's this cake uh, doing here? White power. Right. Uh, all right. See so you, dude. What kind of sick joke is this? Hey, uh, Mohammed in Longwood called in and said you could actually get molds from uh, like a premier doll or somewhere like that. I'm, in fact, I'm almost positive you're right. I, you could get. that. I know they have little penis chocolates there. 
I have some. Don't uh, ask me how. <laughs> I have some uh, booby chocolates. Oh, do you? That somebody bought me for my birthday when we did the live broadcast at Premier. Lucky. I can't. I can't imagine eating the because uh, they have uh, both naughty part uh, chocolates, badge and penis. I can't imagine consuming the woman part. It seemed disgusting to me. You're so racist. I mean, seriously, you're just incredibly racist. No, they're white chocolate. It's not a racist thing. You don't like mulattoes? What? Some. It's a hideout real radio. Can't say I'm a fan of all. 104.1. It's a hideout real radio, 104.1. J-Dubs, it's a Monday night. Yes, it is. And, uh... Time for Heard It First in the Hideout with our buddies over at Local 6. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard It First. And joining us in the Hideout for Heard It First is the one and only Bob Fryer. Good evening, Mr. Fryer. How are you? Good evening, my friend. How are you today? Uh, I've had better days. Better What's days. What's the matter, my friend? What's going on? I, uh... Well, I don't know if you guys want to lead with this or not. But uh, I can almost guarantee that we won't, but you're more than happy to <laughs> welcome to tell me about it. I uh, had my uh, first colon rectal exam this afternoon. Wow. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We it wouldn't was, lead with that one. It was fascinating. I could come in and tell a hell of a story. The, one, the story that I told this uh, first hour of the show was uh, t- entertaining nonetheless. What, Matt? If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. If it bleeds, it leads. Wow. Uh, and if that's, it bleeds, it leads. And that's me. Uh, you whole fist there, Doc? Wow. <laughs> now, now, Bob. You time in prison? Right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, how how did your kitchen stand up to the health inspection? Ah. Huh? <laughs> I actually passed with flying colors. It's funny, today I was in the gym and I was doing some, some dips, right? And just this voice from the other side of the gym. Hey, man, how's your kitchen going to be tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Local 6 News at 11. Heard first right here in the hideout. That's coming up in a few minutes. What do you uh, What do you got tonight? Well, think about this. The last few weeks we've had all these brush fires, right? And there's mm-hmm. people watching, worried about their homes. There's there's businesses watching, worried about their business. There's probably a couple of guys. I can tell you, there are a couple of, a couple of guys watching the fires on TV, going, "Geez, dude, those fires are getting awfully close to our pot growing operation." Uh oh. <laughs> we could be in trouble, dude. They thought they had this thing pretty well hidden, but it was about 400 yards off of the off of the freeway. And you actually could only get to it by canoe. They had all these pots wow. all in the field. They were growing they were growing marijuana out there. And because of all the brush fires, they were doing so much work out there. They were drawing so they were they were digging trenches out there. And they said, "Whoa, hello." I think they got suspicious when after the firefighters would finish with their shift, they would all storm Denny's. So <laughs> sure. That was their first clue. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But they found a bunch of they found a bunch of pot growing out there, and these guys have apparently been doing it for a long time. All right, now you think about it, it seems like they really had it all worked out until those damn brush fires came through. Exactly. Messing um, up business. Exactly. Messing up the business. Um, yeah. What else is going on? How about uh, this? Well, this guy's making um, uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. And if you and if you buy his special frying pan, you can actually fry the image of Jesus onto your sandwich. I don't know how appetizing that is, but he, he thinks there's a market for selling this. Well, you know, I'd sell it right with all the uh, people coming out of the Da Vinci Code. 
I uh, suppose that's true. You know, so you'd have to have Mary Magdalene and the uh, you know the baby and all that. If other it stuff looked it. like Monica Bellucci, I'd eat it. And, <laughs> I'm sure you would. I'm telling you, and I'm talking about everybody then, you could think of. And then one more thing, we've got well, I mean, we've got a bunch of other stuff, but uh, this is really weird. Remember a couple of weeks ago we had uh, a, a poor poor lady was actually killed by a guy wearing a scream mask. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know what's going on, but now somebody uh, stabbed somebody. Wearing uh, Freddy Krueger gloves, you know, with the long blades from mm-hmm. the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I stabbed somebody wearing these gloves. I don't know what's going on. Oh, you have to be kidding. That's no. You brought up his name, and now all the kids are going to have nightmares, and you just started a, a pandemic. So, so, so some clown went around and actually made the Freddy glove? Made the Freddy gloves, and then stabbed somebody. I don't know the condition of the person who was stabbed. Um, please haven't released that yet. But can you imagine? Wow. I mean, you see somebody walking around with that, you think they're kidding. Mm-hmm. You almost would let them a little closer than you normally would, you know? Right. Somebody comes up wearing a scream mask, you're like, oh, okay, okay. Right. You don't really expect them to, you know. Kill you. Kill you. My goodness. Well, there it is, Local 6 News at 11. 35 minutes, my friend. You All right, and uh, you, my friend, uh, sit uh, sit gingerly. Yeah. Put on a little donut or something. Uh-huh. I Take was... it easy. All right. Thank you. All right. Just, you know. <laughs> I can keep it comfy back there. All right. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Bob Fryer, Local Bye. 6 News at 11, coming up 24 minutes. You're right. I wonder if it was gay Freddy Krueger. I wonder. Gay Freddy Krueger. I wonder what that would sound like. And now, gay Freddy Krueger at the diner. Take your big bang breakfast! Those sausages look like my hoo-hoo, and those eggs look like my nevermind! That was Gay Freddy Krueger at the diner. Gay Freddy Krueger. Hmm, interesting. I've never heard of such a thing. And now, Gay Freddy Krueger makes an internet dating profile. I'm 49! That was Gay Freddy Krueger making an internet dating profile. Gay Freddy Krueger. That's wacky. Is he real? And now, Gay Freddy Krueger as a street clown. He wanted balloon animal. He's right next to my balloon dog. I have elephantitis of my balloons. That was Gay Freddy Krueger as a street clown. Gay Freddy Krueger. Surely he can't be gay. And now, Gay Freddy Krueger goes to the therapist. My dad touched my naughty girls. That was Gay Freddy Krueger at the therapist. <laughs> I just found out we have ten more of those. I'm done. <laughs> and now, Gay Freddy Krueger talks about his man crush. I have a crush on Cornell Stewart. That was Gay Freddy Krueger <laughs> talking about his man crush. I never heard that one. That one was funny. I mean. What do you mean? Gay Freddy Krueger's not funny. Right. Sorry. He's scary. And now, Gay Freddy Krueger visits the retirement home. Hey, Grandpa, let me give you a sponge bath. You're shriveled. 
looks like my burnt face. <laughs> that was Dave Freddy Krueger at the retirement home. All right, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Call now to be a winner. Brought to you by Gay Freddy Krueger. Oops, I just changed the page. Damn it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Here's what we have to give away. A pair of tickets to see Skindred live at the House of Blues this Friday, the 26th. Your ticket information is at 407-934-BLUE. Orlando Predator playoff tickets. We got a PlayStation video game, PlayStation 2, Ace Combat Zero, The Belkin War. I got that. I got a $50 gift certificate to Matrix Dan Baseball, The Ringer on DVD. Call now. Be a winner with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Uh, what are you doing in here, C-Lane? Go into the phones. <laughs> I got You got to be on phones. Uh, and Napier has to host. That's the key to comedy gold. I already know you can read. That's not fun. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. We have the categories. I think we have one spot open to play the game. World, national, local, sports, entertainment, strange news, Hideout Headlines Game Show. Brought to you, J-Dubs, by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Wholesale Furniture Market, uh, Sofa and Love Seat, just four ninety nine. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road, 436 in Casterbury, next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314 for the Wholesale Furniture Market. Call now to uh, play the game, 407-916-1041, And if you have singular wireless, that's a star, 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It's time for Napier to take over. We'll start it with Andy. Andy, which category would you like? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange news? Uh, let's try sports. All right, here's sports. Sports is true or false. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays have announced that they are considering new locate new, uh, new location for their team. False. That is correct, sir. You're a winner. Hold on. All right, now let's try rereading that story. Return the page. <laughs> All right, here we go, Napier. And the story is? Uh, Tampa Bay's uh, considering renaming their team. They have um, until May 31st to inform the Major League Baseball of their intentions to rename the team or change their colors. All right. Now, let me ask you, Napier. And I'm going to feel bad because right now I love you not being able to read. Do you have dyslexia or anything? I've never been tested. <laughs> And anything. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep going. <laughs> Lucky, you're in the hideout. You ready, Lucky? I'm ready. Let's do this abortion. All right, here we go. <laughs> World, national, local, entertainment, or strange news, Lucky? Uh, let's go for entertainment. All right, this should be fun. Entertainment is fill in the blank. Despite his attempts to evade security guards, this wedding crasher was thrown out of a supermarket for not wearing any shoes. All right, who was he? you got to fill in the blank, I guess. Uh, let's go Vince Vaughn. Ah, it's the other one. Owen Wilson. Um, Why did I almost say Adam Sandler? I guess that's the wedding singer. Mm-hmm. Oops. What happened there? He walked into a store without any shoes on, and the security guard spotted him, and he started, like, running up and down the aisles trying to stay away from the guy, and the guy eventually caught him. I'll tell you this, and this is what I like about you. You're a great storyteller. Thank that's you. one of the things. That's why you're on Team Hefe. Yeah. 
Let's go to Tommy. Tommy, you're next up. You ready, Tommy? Yes, I am. Hey, oh. how are you going? Um, world, national, local, or strange news, Tommy? Which one do you want to roll with? What category? Let's go with strange news. All right, here's strange with Napier. Strange is multiple choice. Students at Chandler Basha High School in Arizona have been getting sent Are you going to have to speak into the mic and okay. talk up? All right. <laughs> and I don't think the name of the school is really that important. I know you have uh, right. trouble speaking, so shorten it a little bit. So, I, I wanna... Arizona High School, but go ahead and read it how you have it written. All right. Students at an Arizona High School... No, have... how you have it written. Students at Chandler Basha High School in Arizona uh, have <laughs> been getting sent to the principal's office for smuggling what banned substance? A, ketchup... B, marijuana, C, alcohol, or D, mayonnaise? Uh, mayonnaise. Ketchup. I love watching him fumble with the papers. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I hope it translates. I love uh, just watching him just being complete horror as he's hosting the Hideout Headlines game show. You have the story on that one? Well, yeah, the uh, students are limited to three packets per burger. If they want more, they have to pay a quarter for a packet. This happened because uh, they were, you know, stepping on it and throwing it on the walls and stuff. All right. Yep. Now, when I pause, that means I'm not ready to comment yet, so you got to keep going with information. All keep right. on throwing the information out. What else do you have? Um... <laughs> A black market even started up. Some students are selling contraband ketchup at five okay. packets. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Am I talking? No, but uh, keep on filling. Okay. Um, TikTok. Goldsmith. Oh, wait, <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. All right. Principal uh, Costa, you're in the hideout on rural radio. You ready, Costa? Yeah. All right. Uh, world, national, or local news? Uh, national. All right. How Nas old are you? I'm 16. You can't play. Sorry, buddy. You got to be over 18 to win. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to waste your time, man. Sorry about that. You got to know if it's a kid or not, because you can't win any prizes. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for listening. I don't. Yeah, we'd like to listen, but yeah. uh, don't. You can't play the game. You games, just can't, so you can't win. win. Yeah. Sorry. All right, rules. Jen. You ready, Jen? Yep. All right. World, national, <laughs> or local? Um, local. All right. Here's local news for Jen. Local is true or false? Tampa Fire Rescue uh, purchased a extra special ambulance recently to accommodate really fat people. True. Uh, Hold on, Jen. You're a winner. Thank you, sweetie. Details. <laughs> Don't staple them next time. I didn't yeah. do this. Uh, Is, are those the which papers are in your hands? The one for the game show. Are they in your hands? Yes, they're your papers. Mm -hmm. All right, make it happen. The unit carries a special stretcher that. I don't want you to read it. I want you to tell me the story. Be the story. Okay. Well, um, they bought an ambulance that can hold people who are up to seven hundred pounds, so they can fit Matt. Oh. Keep filling. Uh, um, that joke fell flat on its face. Go. Pretty much like all my jokes. Um, to ease the loading of patients exceeding 700 pounds, the vehicle carries a foldable metal ramp, uh, an onboard electric winch, which is employed to... What kind of... Uh, what? An onboard electric winch. What's electric? Winch, or... What's... Is there an E in the beginning of that word? Electric. 
electric or something. That's what I said, man. You say electric. I said electric. Just go. Boogie, okay. woogie, woogie. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on ring. All right. Um, it's relatively easy to operate. Callie on 1792, you're in the hideout on radio. You ready, Callie? Hello? Yeah, Callie, you there? Yeah, what's up? All right, world or national? Uh, world. All right, here we go. World is multiple choice. A student from the University of Yangzhou is... <laughs> I don't know how you're going to pronounce that. That's what it looks like to me. It's pretty confident in his resume. Um, he thinks he'll attract a bunch of human resource managers. Start from the beginning. Oh, my God. Wow. All right, Kelly, here we go. Starting from the beginning. All right. A student from the... Kelly, Univers- in 1792, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Word up. All right. Go ahead. A student from the University of Yangzhou is pretty confident his resume will attract the interest of human resource managers. It's how many pages long? A, 10, B, 35, C, 75, or D, 100? Shit. Can't uh, say that. Uh, shoot. <laughs> uh, 35. That's wrong. It was 100. Mm-hmm. The resume uh, included... The dude's um, it's work and study experiences during the past four years, as well as his personal opinions on society and life. What's his name? Duan, I think. What's his full name? Um, I see, it's Duan. <laughs> it's like it's like one paragraph long. I, I didn't type this up. <laughs> Who's holding on to it? I realize I'm holding on to it, but I didn't <laughs> make it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Can't have dead air. You got to be filling. All right. Um, a student from the University of Yangtze has spent 100 days producing 100. Oh. I told you not to read. Tell oh. me the story. Well, that is a story. The dude has a huge like resume with like his life experiences and um, his work and his Mike opinions. Mike in St. Cloud, you're in the hideout on the radio. You ready, Mike? Yeah. All right. You are left with national. National Go is ahead. true or false? 25. No, it's not. Yes, it is. According to this. It's true or false. Twenty. No, it's, no, it's multiple, multiple choice. choice. There, there, there are... Throw me. Um, Twenty-five potential police officers were sent back to the academy when one of them could not a recite Miranda rights from me- from memory, b give the assistant chief's job description, c pass a pistol handling exam, or d a <laughs> what? A pistol. Oh, I, I, you said something. I, I, I you, heard you something left, else you left too. The out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, or d find the nearest. Dunkin' Donuts. What couldn't they do? Can you say the first three again? I couldn't hear them. <laughs> yeah, right. A, recite Miranda rights from memory. B, give the assistant chief's job description. C, pass a pistol handling exam. Or D, find the nearest Dunkin' Donuts. The first one. That's wrong. Oh, I thought it was your cute little joke, D. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. <laughs> All right, um... Yeah. What's the answer? It, it like it was um they couldn't give the dude's job description. Whose dudes? Um the chief the the assistant chief's job description. Um This has become my favorite segment. <laughs> I don't know Good why. Call I'm, on not letting me host it, dude. Yeah, awesome. It, it's You're the one who wrote this, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you blaming others? <laughs> Um, come on, we're filling time. We're trying I'm to teach. I'm trying to skim through the thing. Are you yelling at me? No, no, no. 
<laughs> I didn't think you were. No, it's. Um, I thought he was. It started to swear. It sounded like it. it. Sounded like yelling to me. Why are you laughing? What's funny? Everyone's trying to mess with me while I'm trying no, to read. No, we're okay. trying to figure what's it's, going on with the story. It started as. Um, it started as swearing. Go. What are you it, stopping for? It started. As, Come on, man. We got to do a show. We have the talk back. And I, Who is? Baven. We don't hear crap. No one can hear that. All I can I know hear that. is stutter. Okay. It started as a... It's a, a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Wrapping it up on this Monday night in the hideout. Rocking. You want Napier back in here? Yeah. All right, Just Napier. Get, get back into the studio. Napier, our new intern. I'm getting this on the instant messenger dubs. Yes. Gapier is so essy. <laughs> I love how even Matt is giving him pointers. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You're in a bad, bad position. If Matt Albert's giving you pointers. Now, after the segment when uh, Napier was leaving the studio, he has Which, to walk- by the way, I think he's getting better at hosting the Headlines Game Show. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd go ahead and put that one up on the podcast. <laughs> After he was done hosting, he walks through my studio to get out and go back to the back. He was mumbling something. I couldn't really make out what it was, but it didn't seem nice. He seemed a little upset. What were you saying, Gapier? I mean, Napier? I don't actually remember saying anything walking back there. You were uh, You were just saying something under your breath, like you were grumbling. Like you're trying to hold something in and speak to yourself in your mind, but it was getting through. Are you mad at me, dude? No. Do you not like the way that I typed out the questions for you? You misworded things. <laughs> you bastard. Is it his? Is whose fault is it, Napier? Whose fault is it that that went that way? Mostly mine. Who else would you blame if you had to blame anybody but you? I don't like blaming other people if that. <sighs> much. Well, you said mostly. Go ahead and name a name. Okay. I didn't type up the questions myself. I just had to read them and page through it with, you know, the staple in it and mm-hmm. get mixed up. And... So who who did that to you, Napier? C-Lane. It's C-Lane's fault? Mm-hmm. How much, if you, had to, if you had to put a percentage, how much fault is yours and how much of it is C-Lane's? It's 90% my fault. But that's still 10%. That's 1 in 10. That's C-Lane. Now, really, when you think about it, that 1 in 10... If you hadn't had that one in ten, do you think it maybe made it more your fault? Like you couldn't focus? You're just focusing on that one? You're focusing on the the fault of uh, C-Lane? And that ruined the rest of it for you? Not really. I was pretty much going to fumble over my words and trip up and say stupid things all the time. Have you been working on talking? I've been trying to talk out loud a lot more. You know, try (laughs) to work on my thoughts. How's it going? Not so well. Tell us how you've how, how you've tried it. Like, what have you done at home? Just when you're thinking something, you say it? Pretty much, yeah. Just right, thinking ho- out loud. All right, hold on. Do we have any dream music or anything? I'd like to see if we could go through your thought process of what you think. Hold on, we got some people who want to talk to you. Chris, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Hey, uh, I think this was all Napier's fault. He did a really bad job hosting the show. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, he knew he was going to host. He should have read through it ahead of time. That does bring up a good point. If you're going to do the Headlines Game Show, you know. I mean, like, I host my own show on the Internet on, on Shoutcast, and I read through uh, all my news reports ahead of time so I don't flub over them. All right, that's good. Shoutcast. All right, awesome. 
Maybe what do you think about that? Maybe reading it ahead of time since you know you're going to do it. I was trying to read it ahead of time, but then thoughts get mixed up and they start to run into each other. All right, what like what happens? Let me hear. Let me hear what you think. Like what's going through your mind now? I like bunnies. <laughs> um, want some water? Um, I can't really think of anything at the moment to say. It's, it's your kind mind of blank. Is completely just blank. <laughs> your mind, your mind can't be that that blank. Now tell me what's going through your mind. It's, Never mind the fact that thousands and thousands of people are listening to you right now throughout Central Florida, from Daytona to Tampa. Well, that right there can make you kind of nervous, you know. Just they're no focusing in on you, and they they want you to be good. <laughs> Go ahead. So, what's going through your mind right now? Um, thinking of trying to think of something to say that's worth listening to. How's it going? Not so well. All right, I'm getting this though. Mm-hmm. This one from C Jack. Gapier sucks. <laughs> this one from Rice Ranger. Public hanging just like Gibbs. <laughs> Don't these people have better things to do than sit around and type stuff like this all day? All right, you're running down our listeners? No, I'm not. They're great people. We want people to listen to the show, dude. And we want them to participate, like they are on IM. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think of something nice to say about C-Jack right now, who just wrote to me, Gapier Sucks. Thanks for listening. Good job. <laughs> He's learning. Mm-hmm. What about something nice to Rice Ranger that isn't thanks for listening? Um... Thanks for participating in the show. Nah, look, he's not completely retarded. Yeah. No, only partially. He just repeated what we told him, though. Gapier, when I'm not talking, you fill. Um, how are you ever going to be a third mic? Come on. I, why, why don't I, you I, give I, us the I, call in numbers, Gapier? All right, the last segment of every show tonight. Of uh, the last segment of every show, we teach you how to be co-host. All right. Oh, um, uh, why don't you give us the show schedule for tomorrow? I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. All the shows on the station. Oh, on the station, you have the Monsters in the Morning, you've got a Shannon Burke show middays, you have um, Jim Phillips after that, followed by us, hideout. (laughs) All right, well, you got every show right but ours. Yeah, it's the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What do you keep twirling your finger at me, man? What? What? That means continue. That's not on here anymore, is it? What are you Who talking, are you talking to? Who are you talking to? I'm, the whole talk back thing. I, I forget. What that are you talking no, about? The listeners talk back. can't hear, hear what, what they're talking, saying to me. Take your headphones off, then. You don't want them to bother. Take your headphones off. Hey, I All got right. a question for uh, Napier. Tommy got a question for Napier. Why doesn't he have his headphones on? Did you hear Tommy's question? Of course, I didn't hear his question. I had my. Headphones. Are you going to start asking for your stapler now? (laughs) (laughs) Burn this place down. (laughs) Listen to my music at a reasonable volume. Okay, you don't get to pick your name anymore. From now on, Napier, your name is Milton. But I don't want to be Milton. Too bad. You are Milton. That's what kind of sucks. It does <laughs> suck, man. You can be Milton Napier. I don't want to be Milton. Hey, 
you, no one ever gets to pick their names. You're Milton right now. Until you have to earn back the name Jack Napier. Okay. I, who's, who's, hey, who's not talking? I'm not talking. Well, yes, I am. Well, you aren't. So what do you have to do? Speak. All right. Um, kind of sucks about the whole name thing. I don't really want to be called Milton. Um, I, this is hard, man, being put on the spot like this. Yeah, we're on radio. Yeah, it's constant on the spot. Hurry, wrap it up. Right, we're about um, to. We're running I, out of. Um, best of. What? Do you, best, who are you I, talking I, to? I'm, sorry, I keep forgetting about that. You know, um, do we have the best of after this. Or, no, it's not. It's a, what? Who are no. you talking to? Uh, Tell him what shows are on. Now he doesn't respond. I... <laughs> you were just oh. talking on air to you. Why did you not respond? <laughs> on, that was great. You moron. He said that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Melton. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, What do you want me to say? I fill up the space. Be I, a I, pro. I... Come on, man. You got okay, like Okay. A... Um... I'm I'm trying, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. It's you guys paid for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. I'm talking. Yeah. What are you stumbling for? Who are I'm, you talking to? Go. Guys, keep messing with me with the talk back. No, I don't not. know when I we're on air and when we're not. I don't hear anything. Go. You're filling time for us. You you hear Mon- things. You just Monsters of the Morning, Center, Burke, Middays, Fifth, Fun, the Afternoon, Hide Out, Back at 7. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Way out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5, you can't even say 5,000. Oh, Tommy. Yeah. J Dubs. Yeah. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows.